0: This week on the BAMFCAST, us loners gotta stick together. One brain, we'll work.
1: All right, welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, 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 hey. Episode 384. I like those I like those numbers. So uh, so I'm Harlow I'm Mackie uh, I'm BJ I'm Chuck And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFcast is We go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie Come in here and talk about it for the first half And then we rate them mm-hmm. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies They get one-five jocks and Robot Jocks Robot, robot jocks. jocks Hooray
2: for Robot Jocks <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yes, beep-boop-bop-bop be boo, bop, bop. <laughs> Man, It was like I was watching the movie again, Chuck <laughs> Uh, it was so
2: realistic. It was like the foley was right there.
1: However, <laughs> sometimes there's bad, bad movies. It's a stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags. That's some douche bags after bags of douche. Nay, nay twilight. Uh,
2: nay, useless. <laughs> <laughs> nay. I, I'm glad. Nay. You, I'm glad you classed up the I, douche joke. Yeah. So, that's how I do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: um. So. Uh, this week, uh, we've talked about doing this one for probably a couple years now. Ten years. yeah, <laughs> yeah well, That's going to be a joke eventually. It'll be like, oh, we've talked about this for ten years. Mm-hmm. About to be there. Uh, we did Space Hunter, uh, formerly Space Hunter, Hunter 3D Space. Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Right. <gasps> However, you can't find a 3D copy. We couldn't watch a 3D copy, but yeah. that's it's now Space Hunter 2D Adventures in 2D. the Forbidden Zone. Mm. Uh, so let's get a quick plot summary for this thing out of the way and talk more about it. Journey with Wolf and Nikki: An interstellar adventure and young rebel on a mission to rescue three stranded women from a planet no one has ever warned them about because no one has ever returned. <laughs> okay, man, that was the <laughs> sure. best I could come up with. All right, then
2: the one that the, copy had some flair. The one that's on like the IMDb <laughs>
1: and boxed That's it's like they never even saw the movie. All right, cool. Anyway, yeah, mm. uh, who's in this movie? Peter Strauss. And Molly Ringwald. Oh. And Ernie Hudson. Okay, well, no, hold on. Yeah. Hold, Peter, oh, sorry, hold on here. Sorry, sorry.
2: Triple X State of the Union. <laughs> his Wait, who was? His most famous was? role. Who was? Peter Strauss.
3: Peter, oh, so he's he's a BAMCast alum, he isn't he? is. All right, fantastic. Not, not
2: particularly decorated, but he's an alum. Okay, well, good yeah. for him. He was in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he was in a BAMCast movie. Awesome. That's, that's spectacular. Uh, Molly Ringwald making her debut. Welcome, ma'am. She was only, what, 14 when sure. this was filmed? Not, something like that. She was not particularly... Not really
1: her debut, but... Well, it, no, yeah, that
2: Banff cast debut.
1: Oh, right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like not her film debut. Yeah. But
2: this was pre John yes. Hughes movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. So
1: but post Facts of Life. Well, it was yeah. pre by one year. John Hughes movies.
2: Yeah. Cool.
1: Still. Yeah.
2: That makes it pre.
1: It, it, yes. <laughs> I'm saying it was, it was this. Good right call, my this, friend. This, <laughs> the this the straight into 16 Candles out. Breakfast Club. The math is it. right there.
2: <laughs> uh, also got Ernie Hudson. One yeah. of our favorite Bamcast alums. Yes. Leviathan, Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
1: the direction we go in. Yeah,
2: yes. absolutely. Yeah, man. Recent. Uh-huh.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Topical. Yeah, that yeah. man works.
2: Yeah, and uh, Michael Ironside uh-huh. is the main bad guy in this one. Overdog. Overdog.
1: Being mostly unrecognizable. Yeah. I mean,
2: uh, it, he's, he's... It's pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, uh, of Watchers. Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. And McBain, yeah, yeah. We watched three terrible Michael Howard side, <laughs> like nothing he's known
3: for.
1: <laughs> well, we wouldn't watch the things he's known for. I know, but it's just strange that he has well, 250 ar- acting arguably credits. Arguably, we could watch possibly Scanners. No, no, I no. mean,
2: it's...
3: Scanners is it's, blah. Yeah. It's not a question of good, bad.
1: It's just blah.
2: There are people that would protest it, it's cronenberg so
1: <laughs> yeah. i'm just saying it's there's an air of sure. it could be good but of highlander legitimacy. highlander 2 oh definitely except that there's 18 versions of it and some of them are like four hours long yeah i
2: have no idea where that movie stands Carl. and apparently exactly. the majority
1: of them suck mm.
3: they have reworked that plot so many times it's i don't know where it's at now mm, exactly <laughs> anywho <laughs> yeah
1: um but that so, yeah. yeah that's the main cast basically
3: yeah, there's uh, other people in it, but there's a Harold Ramis voiceover, because this oh, is produced right. by yeah. Ivan Reitman.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And is and one year before Ghostbusters, yeah. so yeah. probably might have had something to do with Ernie Hudson joining yes. that. Yeah.
2: And this came out five days before Return of the Jedi. Oh. So they were like, get it out. Get as oh. many people to see it as you can. Yeah, I mean, because nowadays they would never do something like that. They would be like, oh, Return of the Jedi is coming out, a Star Wars movie. Let's how many months away from this can we put it and still be in the same year? Well, didn't as wasn't it wasn't it's like
3: just recently there were there was until one of them blinked. There was a Marvel versus DC plan to have two things come oh, out yeah. on the same day. Captain
2: America Civil War and Batman versus Superman yeah. were like that would have been they played. That would have been bad
1: other. because they're both inter-fighting movie right. things. Anyway, that's, yeah. wow, but, but five yes, days before, wow. Five
2: days before Return of the Jedi. Get
1: shit. your money and get out. Yep. <laughs> huh.
2: But And then yeah. ma- maybe they figured they would still be in a couple theaters, like, if Return of the Jedi was sold out, you're like, well, let's go eh, see that other space Let's go movie. see that Space Hunter movie. It's, it's in 3D, in 3D yeah. right?
1: The Star Wars ain't no 3D. Yeah. It's, it's like Jaws. Jaws was in 3D. I think, I think it was just kind of, like, marketed as a different kind of film like it mm-hmm. wasn't going to try to steal any Star Wars Thunder it was more like yeah we know this is a B movie and it's in 3D so mm-hmm. you know yeah, it's going to have a limited number of theaters and play on video a lot better than it probably was in theaters I, I don't know no. it's it's weird because it's like it's Ivan Reitman so like there feels like there's some legitimacy lof- to it. loftier ambitions but yeah. I, I don't know it also feels like there was like no nah, like there was a market like Ice Pirates, this. Uh, there's one other one. That, Metal Storm. Metal Storm. Like, yeah. all just like, yeah, we know we're B tiered sci fi. We're just fucking going for it, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, like 2001 and Barbarella can exist mm-hmm. simultaneously yeah. and they're totally <laughs> different. Glad they do. Yeah. You know?
2: Well, and this is a lot like Ice Pirates in that there's a lot of ideas that are just.
3: Yeah. Like, this is an art, Depart- movie, art department movie of just uh-huh. like, hey, guys, go crazy.
2: Mm hmm. Whatever you guys yeah, want to like, do. Here's your zone. Yeah. Here's your, here's your setting. Go for it. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Th- this is your little set piece. Go nuts with as much stuff as you can. Mm-hmm. Fill the screen with imagery. Go. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, this starts out and it's just a. we're given a star field with credits and stuff mm-hmm. and swooping in logos that don't look so But those so look
0: hot. great on 3D.
2: Maybe. In 3D, they no, would look didn't. sweet. Yeah. They probably would. It
0: would have been like the Jaws
3: 3D
2: credits. Yeah, But then it's like the old Windows screensaver stars coming at you thing for a while. Those stars are
3: chunky. They are like pieces of popcorn flying at the Mm -hmm. screen. They are not
2: good looking stars. Yeah. But then we get to a ship that's having issues. (laughs) Well, it's having a voiceover. And it's very calm about it. I think it's supposed to be kind of like a cruise ship. It is. And it's like, hey, we've we've experienced some technical difficulties. As one of the ship's (laughs) engines is exploding. I'm like, please proceed to the lifeboats.
1: It just seems like a all-around bad plan because, I mean, it seems like they're trying to say, like, hey, when we're in this nebula, look at this cool lightning and stuff. And, oh, shit, the lightning hit us. <laughs> well, like- they're, <laughs> they're flying. They,
0: first mistake is they're flying through this galaxy or solar system, mm-hmm. and it's got a star and then a, like, tiny star orbiting the bigger star. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to fly through in between these. We're going to give you a nice, good, close solar pass mm-hmm. so you can look at this crazy, weird thing. Doesn't go well. Yeah. No. No. The first thing that happens is lightning strikes. Yeah. Twice.
2: <laughs> yeah. But literally one ship gets out. Like one escape pod gets yeah, jettisoned. They,
0: they try to launch
2: all
3: the, the escape pods and only one makes it. Everything else just explodes in mm-hmm. sparky.
2: Yeah. Sparklers. <laughs> sparky. Fuck your little model. Yeah. Explosion.
3: And it is a little model. Mm-hmm. It does yeah. not look good. Yeah. But you, you, the voiceover lady continues and she's just like, well, welcome to the Escape 9000 and you, we will send you to the nearest class E planet, mm-hmm. E for Earth, which, no, not accepted sci-fi terminology. Yeah. But, it's, but actually, it, I
1: think it might be real terminology. Whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay. It's
3: already been established by science fiction that it's mm-hmm. class M. But um, but yeah, it's just like, hey, we're going to find the nearest planet that you can live on. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your stay. And this thing just careens down onto red arizona planet and just <laughs> doesn't come to a landing it it stops
1: because there are rocks everywhere mm-hmm. and the the best thing about it is like the, the hatches just they just blow they just, oh, yeah. Yeah. As, soon as soon as it, as it stops <laughs> they just <laughs> like get the fuck out yeah and
3: the, you see like people in ridiculous like brass spacesuits covered in some kind of goo and the robot lady is still talking like you're, you're Please enjoy it, the mild yeah, goo. You, that
1: you've did. been mildly cryogenic <laughs> it's, frozen. Yeah. Do it, not be alarmed. Almost looks like they were trying to go for the Demolition Man foam thing. Maybe. Because, yeah. like, just down, the whole thing like, up all, with foam all and... like, from, like, torso down, it just looked like they were, like, sitting in, like, a foam pit. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, is this, like, the same thing as Demolition Man before that? But I know. think that was the idea, but they Maybe. just didn't bother to didn't explain bother it. To exp- yeah. 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 But yes, and very slowly, like these pe- you know people wake up and they're like oh, they look they're like groggy. futuristic diving bells mm-hmm. or exactly. like diving helmets
3: yes. on
0: their heads, but yeah. with like a tentacle. Or yeah, a they're
3: giant contraptions, and then they finally take them off, and it's like it's like one of the bands from Vicious Lips. It's just hair metal ladies,
0: yeah, space or, uh, ladies, yeah, and they're suddenly surrounded by. Uh, I don't know. Gross
3: dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Just immediately as... They're <laughs> surrounded by the internet. <laughs> yeah. The internet shows up. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <Old> girls, <laughs> Ladies. Hey. Hey, hey, my lady. <laughs> hey, said <send> nudes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm <Yeah>. a gentleman. <laughs> but, I mean, it's... They are, they are in freedom for four seconds. They're like, take off helmet and, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Space well, raiders are here and they're, <laughs> they're grabbing us. And they're kind of chasing them into an area while they're p- peeling off pieces of their brass whatever and throwing them at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like shinies. Yeah. But eventually they're scooped up and
1: Yeah, it's it's weird because from the time that we leave them, we we you know, we then travel over to meet Wolf, mm-hmm. uh, the space hunter. <laughs> yes. Um who's just like living it up in his like shitty space RV spaceship, you mm-hmm. know, it's like he's Lone Star. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. it's like dude, grab a space broom and like you've got crumbs everywhere. Yeah. Um, That's how you get ants. Space <laughs> ants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: I, I appreciate shitty space aesthetic. Sure, sure. You Absolutely. Know, like like it, it, his ship's a pigsty. Yep, he's a space pirate hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. like he's you know he's
1: a swarthy space rogue. He's listening to basically space voicemail, voicemail, and um, and it, that's this is where we get our Harold Ramis like sort of cameo. Yeah, uh, your wife needs credits, and you're gonna get <laughs> evicted and all this stuff, and then it sh- starts to cut out, and you know, of course, he tries to American engineer it, which is you know hit it a couple times and eventually kick it till yeah. it go, mm-hmm. till it sparks and goes all the way out. Well, he
3: he starts getting the distress
1: signal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, something like oh three three thousand mega, mega credits, mega bucks credits. Yes.
3: And he's like sweet, but then it starts yeah. going on the fritz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so he has to go wake
0: up this lady, this lady <laughs> who's lying under it, laying under a sheet, and he just straddles the sheet and he's like, whatever yeah. her name is, wake up, wake up, Chalmers, yeah, Superintendent Chalmers, wake up, Chalmers. 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 Yeah, Chalmers. Chalmers. Wake up. <laughs> yeah,
3: Chalmers. And she's like, oh, I should have worn pants because she's literally not wearing pants. Does she say I should have worn pants? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it's she just goes around and she's fixes the ship basically mm-hmm.
0: you should have let me sleep and he's yeah. like oh too bad well she's something
3: like space regulations ship. say four hours sleep is what i'm supposed well, to she get. says
0: downtime oh
3: whatever it's foreshadowing yeah mm-hmm. but she fixes the the intercom or
1: the space because she, she accuses she's like you kicked it didn't you and yeah he's like, yeah, I did. yeah it did. but which yeah. It turns into a, a mild joke later because she goes and it's back up and running and he's like "Get me a location on this yeah and then they land mm-hmm And it's a prolonged landing sequence, and then they they hop in their sweet space jeep. I
2: will say this, before they land on the planet, Mm -hmm. it's a really sweet planet model that they made. It is. Absolutely. It is like one of the best looking planet models I've seen.
3: I didn't so much mind the very long landing sequence because Mm -hmm. it was showing off both a decent model that did not appear to be surrounded with wires and a decent planetscape for it to land on, mm-hmm. it looked pretty good. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. not complaining.
1: It's like, just, as a kid, I would have been like, oh, man, look at that. That's yeah. as, fucking a, awesome. And I could say, as a kid, I was. Quite okay. So. I'd say, uh, as an
2: adult, yeah. it yeah, looks yeah, awesome. Yeah, it looks great.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they land, and then it's time to go to their sweet space jeep, the mm-hmm. away vehicle, um, and that he's sitting in it and, like, trying to open up the doors, and he's like, damn, door's stuck or something like that, and she walks over and kicks it, and the door opens, and he just gives her a look, and he's like, oh, you. You. Get in
3: here. Get yeah. in the Spartacus or the Sparkles. Scrambler. Or... Scrambler. Yeah. <laughs> the,
1: Spart- the Spartacus, yes. Oh, no. Um, the Mako. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they drive off on adventures. and. But, okay, so this
3: thing, this thing, this custom Jeep truck thing that they've built, mm-hmm. doesn't look like anything I've ever seen. It doesn't look like a thing that has something bolted onto it. It's, it's pretty
1: cool looking. I think it, it started life, I'm pretty sure, as a Jeep Wrangler. Okay. Like, I think they just... It, yeah it kind of looks like that like but well, they, have they have bolted enough stuff onto it to, it to, it it to it. where it yeah. doesn't
0: just look like something with a fiberglass shell on it no. it mm-hmm. looked to me like like an international harvester or something <laughs> uh,
2: yeah because the other thing is clearly it's crazy a, a it could tractor. be it
0: could have been a it, yeah it could have been a uh
1: like a it's uh, it could have
0: actually been a scrambler suv type thing, scrambler yeah.
1: but like uh, you know they have bolted a lot of shit on including like a turret and cool like almost like world war ii bomber hatches on top of it and shit like that um mm-hmm. but it's Again, like the production design on the shit is is good. Like, yeah. I mean, the ship is—you don't see a lot of the ship because the ship also has a function. Like, as soon as they get this scrambler out, he goes, "All right, bury it in the sand," and this thing just basically digs itself into the ground. Yeah, and to to hide, which is mm-hmm. that's a pretty cool fucking function function of a ship. Yeah, you know. But um, so yes, they drive off on adventures, and they start to see something coming over the horizon. Yeah, and it's. <laughs> it,
3: well, it's a it's a train
1: car yeah. with a pirate ship. We, we on didn't it. mention when, mm-hmm. when the ladies first got ta- taken over by the space uh, mutant internet people. Um, <laughs> also, a like tank thing rolled up. Yes, in, in the middle, of, and it wasn't real clear what what it was doing, mm-hmm. but apparently it was rescuing them from the rest of these mutant people because and putting them on there. Because then we see it's basically like Jabba's sail barge except it's a train. It's got giant, you know, fan sail type things mm-hmm. on the side, but it's on train tracks. Yeah. But it's cool looking. Yeah, it's very cool looking.
3: And but suddenly black
2: vehicles show up just. Yeah, well, there's something blocking the tracks. That's right. And which which turns out it also has a mounted gun on it that starts shooting at the at Mm -hmm. the ship. But yeah, black vehicles show up and they're just being attacked by raiders
3: like armored motorcycles and dudes with. Dude was just like weird welded armor, but their helmets are super bulky, but the view out of these helmets just look like metal jaws, Mm -hmm. which are badass, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like their view out of these helmets are just teeth. And this starts basically like a like a pirate sequence of the people on the ship are trying Mm -hmm. to fight back and not having much luck.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, they they roll up and we're like, we got this. And then like, yeah, basically, yes, pirate battle between this and the, you know, the Mm-hmm. teeth people teeth mm-hmm. helmet teeth people. people teeth helmet people lord helmet and <laughs> yes. his
3: crew uh <laughs> and, and, and yes. space hunter is showing up and they're just like well let's let's watch this let's see what
1: this is all about yeah and, and they're they, just kind of chilling well like one and one laser beam careens off the uh, scrambler yeah. thing and he's like oh hell no oh hell no just <laughs> watch let's swashbuckling <laughs> <Yeah. and> begin because <laughs> because his
3: space lady says you know like well who which side are you fighting for and he's like i don't know <laughs> let's he's do like, this i he eating. says i'm
0: fighting i think he says i'm fighting for my side okay
3: and
1: well, then he goes but like the 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 captured ladies no longer feel so captured like they they're just kind of out on the deck and they're not trying to escape. They're just mm-hmm. kind of on the train now. Yeah. It almost looks like they're trying to help like shoot. And kind stuff. of. Yeah. And it looks like one
3: of them gets murdered, but that apparently is not the case. Like yeah.
1: One person at some point snaps necks. necks Yeah. <laughs> to and, and, to and, and, to and there them. is a okay. clear,
2: a clear celery, a crunch. celery crunch <laughs> yeah. neck snap yeah, yeah. as he does that to one of them. I
1: yeah. guess the idea was it was a sleeper hole, but they added in the neck yeah. crunchy sound and it's, it's like, like, no, you but- murdered that lady. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not even like a sleeper hold movement. He does.
0: They do the sleep, like neck snappy thing. Yeah. Maybe
1: in, in space like that. In space. No one can sleep. hear you snap your neck. Snap. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it's much so, easier to protect your neck when <laughs> you're in space. Yeah.
3: Wolf is just, you know, monkey bar through this thing, uh, through all of it, just climbing and, and jumping and, and murdering whatever.
2: There is a cool move where they're on like a rope bridge deal. And the one guy runs up on him on the other end, Mm -hmm. and he just jumps really hard, and he, like, shoots the guy up in the air, and (laughs) the guy comes down and, like, basically racks himself and then falls off. Yep. And in the midst
3: of this, off a cliff in the background, suddenly hang gliders have shown up. Like, dudes. Rocket-powered hang gliders. Yes. Don't forget that. And you're watching this, and you're like, well, wait. Are they... Coming over here, they just set dressing what's happening because they're just flying around for a while. You have literally no idea what they are mm. or what they're supposed to be or whatever, but eventually they just start hooking the...
2: Yeah, the... they show close up and you realize that they're more raider guys. Yes,
3: and they just they just hook these ladies and swoop them off of there, and mm. one just gets yoinked off this train. Yeah. Like, if, if it was a dummy or stunt person, I don't know, but, like, the others are, like, extreme close up and it's, like, latch yoink, but mm. this one is just, like all in one shot, just
0: grab and go. Yeah. It, it also looked like that hang glider almost crashed. Yes. in That shot. Yes. <laughs> in fact, it may have off screen. Yes. Um.
3: So there's like, so there was one dude who was able to stop the train, like old Santa pirate who got blown off the, the he was, yeah, he was the only one who he was able to, to pull be the like brake leader. And, yeah. But he got blown off and, and is bleeding out basically. And like the, Chaos is over, and he he's yelling at at Wolf. Basically, he thinks yeah. he's somebody else. Yeah, he thinks he's overdog. And Grandman is yeah. what
0: they called him because he was old.
3: Oh, okay. Um, this guy is also a young guy in old man makeup. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and which it's not happens, very Good old man. No, makeup. but it happens
3: two or three times throughout this movie. There's just
0: young dudes and old people makeup. There are no old people in Arizona.
2: I or get, Vancouver.
3: but it's strange. Like why that happens? Stunts. You think?
2: That's, it's gotta be. Like they just right? painted up
3: the stunt man so that they could save some
2: cash. I guess. Okay. That's my guess.
3: It was just weird. Whenever there was supposed to be an old man, it was mm-hmm. a young man in old man makeup. Yeah. I kept thinking there was going to be a flashback or something to make that make sense, but mm-hmm. no, never. Yeah. Um, but
2: but he yells at at Wolf yeah. and, and he's like, I'm not who you're talking about. I, I'm i just trying to track down those ladies. Yeah. So where are they? And, the, and they're like, we're not going to help you, Arthur. Yeah. screw you.
3: Get out of here. We may have
2: the same goal, but screw you.
3: Yeah. yeah work together pss, fuck off yeah thanks for saving us but get out of here mm-hmm. so he's like yeah whatever and so he goes back to his cool Jeep and he's like come on lady let's go and
1: she's been murdered but it's not a she it's a robot mm-hmm. but for whatever reason he has a like Ark of the covenant button <laughs> because he's like oh well I guess that sucks that was a good bottle." yeah and then he just goes remote control boop, and her face just melts yep
2: It's Uh, so in case your bot gets uppity, you can be like, I'll press the fucking button. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's it's a pretty cool effect because, like, the face doesn't quite melt at first. It, like, kind of parts of it slide off. Yeah.
3: And then it's just, like, this mesh that just starts crumbling away. I mean,
2: it's it's a pretty good whatever is melting is Mm -hmm. good job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty sweet, but it also seems very wasteful. Yeah. You could probably recycle something in her. her. (laughs) Yeah.
3: She might have been all right. Yeah. Some of her processors the, may have. The yeah, lights the nice were still blinking yeah. on her neck. Memory card in there somewhere. You could recycle yeah. that. Put it in your Vita. Yeah, put it in the new one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We saw this plot already. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now you're just going to have to hunt the wasteland for a new yeah. Cherry 1000.
1: Mm-hmm. 2000. Well, I know, but this was before. Oh. so mm. Well, actually, it'd be after in fictional universe. I don't know. <laughs> 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 exactly.
3: But he just he just drives off. He's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go solo adventure this.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he comes upon some kind of little settlement building.
3: It's it's a it's like a weird three tiered pyramid with an obvious door on it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, might as well check here.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and just kind of falls into it. He does. Yeah,
3: he's trying to open, uh, figure out how to open the door, and the door just goes yoink, and he, you know, slides down into it, and it's just. Hall of Terrors in there. Mm. Everywhere is just skeletons.
1: And- well, to further make Indiana Jones references, it's basically like when she backs up and you know it's just Corpse City yeah. falls on her. It's like ah, yeah. you know, like so. four skeletons falling yeah. while <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, after he not, slides it, in.
3: It's not a good haunted house. It's, no,
2: it's, oh, I mean it'd it's be a pretty good fair haunted
0: house. haunted house. It'd be a pretty good haunted house if a fucking skeleton fell on you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, that would. Be. They're allowed to touch you in the haunted house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be pretty good. I wish they could... Uh, <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah. It's the
1: only way I could finish.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I have
3: to
2: Please, think about- if you know of any haunted houses, where <laughs> yeah. they can touch you. Right. <laughs> I have to think about skeletons. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I need <laughs> a scary ending, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can only get off if a rogue skeleton touches me anymore. <laughs> yeah. mm, gross. Anyway, anyway uh, he hears
3: his Jeep. He hears someone uh, trying to drive it, and he eventually gets up and goes out and... Someone is badly trying to drive Mm -hmm. the Jeep and he just runs over to it. It's like, hey, stop this. Mm. And it's Molly Ringwald. Yeah, Yeah. it's Urchin
1: Molly Ringwald.
3: Yes. And man, prepare for one volume, one tone complaining and screaming Molly Ringwald for the rest of the movie. Yes. (laughs) So, yes. And not only that, she's like it's never quite established what her backstory is, but she's lived here for a while long enough to where she's apparently from earth, but mm-hmm. her English has gotten mangled to where it's just become nonsense. Space words.
2: Yeah. Y- you some of it, which I guess is the language of the land, but she right. also learned earth language yeah. from her aunt.
3: Oh, okay. So it's like, she will speak sentences, but every once in a while there will be a sentence full of nothing but nonsense. And you're just like, what? <laughs> what are you saying?
1: Yeah, and even he is like, the hell are you and, and saying? She's basically like, it's it's basically like Blue Lagoon language. Like, sure. she got some, you know. Yeah. And retained was like, a little bit of like, it. Now I'm just kind of yeah. picking up the rest of it and filling now in I'm, the gaps. I'm just saying nom nom and it's like, well, what do,
3: what do you mean? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, but he he tosses her out, and then she's like, "Hey, I'm a tracker. I can help you. I know you're looking for those three Earth girls. I saw them.
3: Yeah, now give me some food.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you got any food? You got? I, I'm crazy, Molly Ringwald. Give me some candy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm crazy, sweater arms. I got a sweater for arms. Now give me some food.
3: Yeah. So it quickly becomes all right. Fine. Come along. Mm-hmm. Show me where to go. Yeah. And uh, he quickly notices that she reeks. And has to open up the hatch on the jeep because because she keeps trying to get his attention and he keeps moving away from her like oh good god and then has to
1: vent the jeep <laughs> yeah and this goes on for a while until they decide to camp
3: at four o'clock in the afternoon
1: <laughs> it's not really determined what the day night cycle on I this I mean, time have, is time is weird in this galaxy it yeah. might yeah. be a binary star system so there might not be much nighttime <laughs> it is it is a binary star <laughs> no, system yeah yeah. Well, yes. I know. But anyway. But like, he's got a fancy like inflatable silver sleeping bag thing. Well,
3: he's he's gonna feed her, and he's like, right. hot, it's dog hot dog dogs. time, and so she's like, ah, I don't eat dogs, and then she's like,
2: give me
1: the dogs. Right.
2: <laughs> well, he's like, no, they just call them hot dogs. Yeah. they're not actually dogs.
1: Yeah, but they're square hot dogs. Yeah. It, yeah. Hot dogs. It's just like... <laughs> the they're count, they're counter-friendly
3: hot dogs. It's <laughs> <of> the future. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Although, they're really not good for the space 7-Elevens. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. That's true. Because mm-hmm. they just... <laughs> ka-dunk, 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 <laughs> be ka-dunk. very loud.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yes, they eat. And then eventually, he gets his fancy space sleeping bag thing. And he's like, this is where I'm sleeping. You deal... Inflatable Mylar sleeping yeah. bag. You, nice. you sleep wherever. And... Because it's already established she doesn't know how to talk. She also doesn't know how to sit in this Jeep. No. She's like sitting in the, in the stupidest angles. She also doesn't know how to sleep, despite being an outside orphan person. Mm-hmm. She picks the most uncomfortable position to possibly ever sleep. And of course, like throughout the night, mm-hmm. the, the, the blazing sunlight of the of the nighttime, she crawls over to the sleeping bag and, the, and he wakes up because she reeks yeah. and... Basically, basically grabs her and is like smells so bad. <laughs> it wakes Can her you up. imagine? <laughs> it basically wakes her up, picks her up and like just tosses her into this like water hole that they found.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And immediately goes into his holster and pulls out a bottle of shampoo and is just like time to clean you. And it's like, why were you carrying that? Emergency shampoo. You never know. <laughs> but yeah. So he just sort of starts violently washing her. And this is awkward and unpleasant.
2: I mean, it really is. It, he doesn't really make necessary. any contact. He's
1: more like telling her what. To, I mean, he does like well, administer like, the shampoo, but then he's like, "Do this, do this." Well,
2: Yeah, and he's dunking her head underwater. Yeah, yeah there
1: was that. And he's like, he's, yeah, <laughs> clean enough." He's yeah, being
2: there was that. There, okay, I forgot
1: the was, dunking the head thing. But yeah. he was it's not being like he was washing her. No, you know, no. it's
0: kind of like trying to wash an unruly dog. Kind of, yes. But eventually she's clean and but she's still bitching.
3: She's like, you just
2: want to see me in my wet things and then space clothes. (laughs) Yeah,
3: it's just constant just bitching Mm -hmm. the whole everything. And then uh, uh, another vehicle rolls up while they're kind of wrestling around in the water. Yeah. And it's, you know, space bulldozer. Yeah. (laughs) It's just I don't know what this thing was, but it's a giant, you know, forklift tractor, whatever, with a giant bulldozer front tape to it uh, which is the flimsiest fucking
0: thing as you'll find out Mm. shortly both of the they're they're all listed as custom made
2: on the internet movie card database fine but it's definitely a modified tractor of some kind yeah
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. and peter strauss just kind of is walking in front of it and this thing is kind of preventing him from moving and it's kind of threatening him Mm -hmm. and eventually he does you know eventually gets out of the way and goes up at the back of it and crawls over to the cabin
2: yeah, but he get but it does a lurch to the side and yeah, tosses he does, him into the rocks. Well, he he's
3: able to to throw it off course and it man, it flings him like good job guy cuz it just flings him so hard into the rocks and then the pilot person driver gets out and it's Ernie Hudson mm-hmm. in a sweet spacesuit and yeah. shaved head. And he's like, "Man, Wolf, I knew it was you. Get up." <laughs> and Wolf is not moving. He's like, mm-hmm. "Come on. I we both did this at the academy. I know your shit. Get up." And Wolf is still not moving. And then yeah. he's like, oh, man, are you really hurt? And then Wolf just jacks him. Just, yeah, just backhands yeah. the shit out of him. Yeah. And takes his gun. He's like, you son of a bitch, Washington.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And they bicker back and forth for a while. And then he's just like...
2: It's like, hey, you want to make some credits? Yeah, because he's like, oh, you or must be here credits. for those
3: girls. I'm already here for the girls. I'll give you 500 credits if you you know, want to help out. And it does... It- he knows that he knows that the reward is 300. 3,000. 3,000 3, megacredits. Yeah. So he's he's offended by all of Ernie Hudson's offers, but isn't letting on that he knows how much the reward actually is. But wouldn't Ernie Hudson know how much the reward is? Ernie Hudson knows. That's what I'm saying. Wouldn't he know that the other dude knows? Maybe not, because uh, he did have a shitty communication system. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know, man he kind of just tricks Ernie Hudson. He get he throws his gun in the water and, well, he, yeah,
2: well he's, he's basically like, I'm not, he's like, we should partner up. We should do that. And he's yeah. like, Nah, I don't trust you. Yeah. And, and, his, and he's, and his vehicle's he's, already
3: wrecked and mm. he's like, you're just going to have to sit here and think about what you've done. <laughs> um, yeah. But,
2: and he tosses his gun in the water yeah. so that he can't immediately get him and shoot him.
3: And Ernie Hudson just sits down on a rock. Like what was me? Yeah. I guess I'm done in the movie.
2: Wolf's a big jerk. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But But, uh, uh, meanwhile, uh, yeah, we have finally met Overdog.
3: Yeah. Well, we first met the chemist. Yeah. Yeah. Because they took the, the ladies to the chemist. Mm hmm who is weird. just in this room of plastic nonsense. <laughs> it's like yeah, a mad scientist library or, or laboratory that's safe for children. <laughs> There's no sharp not, edges. It's not, though. No, like, but it's, I mean,
2: <laughs> but I mean, it's It's, everything in it's there a lot is, of, like, cables yeah. just stuff hanging from the ceiling and just yeah. shitloads of plastic Junked. hanging from the And he's ceiling. like, it's oh... Weird. It's oh, like we need oh. to inspect these women. Are they Overdog likes them if they no if scars. they have all their limbs yeah. and no scars? Because like the
3: hang glider people have landed in this area and dropped them all off, and he's like, "Bring them to me. Do they have scars? Do they have limbs? Overdog likes them smooth." <laughs> they keep saying that over and over mm-hmm. too. Um,
2: yeah, but they bring them to Overdog, mm-hmm. and man, Michael Ironside is like, I, they've got him like Nosferatu'd up. He is permanently
3: attached to some sort of hydraulic system mm-hmm. that can just transport him anywhere in this area.
2: Yeah. I mean, he what he, what he looks like, he looks like a boss you'd fight in Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because he's got these giant metal arms with like three pronged pinchers claw machine. on the end of them. He's yeah. also
3: like a secondary Hellraiser character because, you know, he's so he is heavily, heavily made up. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got full prosthetics on his head, yeah. and all his teeth are just made of, I don't know, like iron. You
2: know, yeah, they look metal. Yeah. And, and his nose is, like, almost off. Mm-hmm. It's, and he's got a big plate on the side of his head.
3: He kind of looks like the movie Skeletor version. Like the Frank kinda, yeah. Masters yeah. of the Universe. Yep. And, he man, they bring the ladies in, and he is just like... Show them to me. <laughs> Let me look at them and like Overdog the, likes this. The, the stupid guards are just like throwing him around. He's like, No. No. Oh, oh, he's like, the middle one. <laughs>
0: yes. Take her clothes off. the guard starts to like yeah. yank her space suit thing off. He's like, No. <laughs> Slowly.
3: I like to walk <laughs> Slow. <laughs> and they just take like some random piece of leather off this lady. Mm, right. And he's like, that's the stuff. Oh yes. This will do fine If I had a penis,
2: it would be very hard now. He is totally BJ in the haunted house
1: right now. Yes. All about He's like, This is what I need. It's been so long. Somebody give me my electro pulse way. <laughs>
2: yes, yes. Overdog has needs. Yeah.
3: So yeah, so that's the thing that's happening. Who the fuck knows mm-hmm. what is happening after Gonna that point? My all, we is, <laughs> all we know is
2: all we know is now they need to save these girls, or bad things are going to happen to them.
3: Right. That's yep. all we need.
2: Bad things have probably already happened to one of them.
3: Yes, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um. But anyway, but considering that two of them died and are still okay,
0: <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> have survived. Re- recovery time is remarkable.
2: They have survived. <laughs>
0: next snaps,
2: they might be okay here.
3: Yeah. So this just, you know, this is just motoring through the desert, and it's it's just Wolf and the lady going through various locales and mm-hmm. getting into scrapes.
2: Yeah, they they stop at like a lighthouse type thing to sleep. <laughs> I guess.
3: I thought they were looking for something, but it just. I they think go they were into just exp- looking for a place to sleep. I guess, but it seemed like they were going in looking for something, and it just cuts to them cuddling, and you're like, Whoa, what? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's they were just looking yeah, for a and safe they, place, and to they sleep. get
2: attacked by like the lap band monsters because, like, yeah, there's all these like sagging skin.
3: It's it's like the Dan freaks. Aykroyd monsters from Nothing But Trouble yeah. are just populating this place. It's just giant bags of human of, yeah, f- skin, skin, just shit monsters, mm-hmm. and.
2: And then they're sliding out of tubes that literally looks like this building is just shitting out these people. Yeah.
3: And yeah, they are everywhere just grabbing and trying to get at them for whatever reason. Never explained. No. And they just kind of kick and punch their way out and get back to the vehicle and drive off. And that's the end of the ship monster adventure. Mm. <laughs> it's like, it's like they, they don't nuke that place from orbit. They nothing. No, they, they just, just, no, they just get get the run fuck out. Yeah. They're just like, well, we know not yeah. to go back there. Mark it on the map. <laughs> yeah.
0: The weird thing that they well, I mean, it's not weird, but like they, they don't address the fact that they're sleeping basically cuddled up to each other. Yeah. And I guess they're just starting to get along or whatever.
3: It was probably like before they were not sleeping together. And then she in the middle of sleeping snuck over yeah. there. Um. But yeah, so that was a little adventure. Mm hmm. And uh, then they're in the underwater.
2: Yeah, they go to they're trying to navigate some. I guess it's kind of like a swamp inside a building. There's like standing almost.
3: water in like a water treatment facility mm-hmm. thing. And, and he's and, like,
2: you know, this thing doesn't doesn't float, yeah. right? And
3: she's he's, like, I'll navigate. Mm-hmm. And she, she jumps out and starts walking and is
2: immediately yanked <laughs> under the water, accosted by mermaids.
3: Yeah, yeah. Amazons. Yeah, sure. She gets yanked on the water and then
2: slowly rising out of the water are all these Amazon women. Mm -hmm. Sirens, perhaps. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know. Well, one of them makes a comment about him being good breeding stock. mm
2: -hmm. So there's some sort of Emmermazon. One goes, we could use him for breeding stock. Mm -hmm. And the other one goes, I bet he wouldn't survive the process. And he goes, I'll take that (laughs) bet. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So our man wolf is a goer <laughs> <laughs> he's all for it he's just like yeah whatever and uh yeah, he's like i got plenty of shampoo we'll be all right yeah i can clean you ladies up yeah. and like out of nowhere a little snake dragon shows up <laughs> snagging yeah
2: you will. Well, well what happens is he he jumps in to save her right because she's in a net in a net underwater yeah so he's like well i gotta save Nikki molly ringwald and dives in and then immediately is netted
3: yeah so he's like, in
2: immediately he's like my one weakness <laughs> nets
3: and they're both yanked up into a net mm-hmm. uh and as they're in the net like well this is another fine mess you've gotten me into that's when this snake dragon pops up out of the water uh-huh. and all these badass amazons go fuck this and they just bail yeah <laughs> they, <laughs> they, scream, they and run. scream and run like a, seeing a mouse in a 30s it, movie yeah yeah <laughs>
2: And meanwhile, and so he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Snake dragon thing. Yeah. And Snaggin'. so he's, he's getting himself out of the net and Molly Ringwald's going, eat him first. He's bigger. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And so he's dangling by his foot trying to do like the, uh, you know, the, the Han Solo shoot at the Sarlacc arm mm-hmm. thing.
3: Which we would see five days later when yes, that movie came out 5 days yeah.
2: But ends up shooting it in the face. It explodes into flame mm-hmm. and then sinks into the water. Yep. And then so he gets himself out, and then he debates whether to get Molly Ringwald out, and then finally says, "All right, fine," and shoots her down. And he they and then s- immediately the Amazons and- come back out. They're like, "Okay, He's- snake's gone."
3: Yeah, and they start sneaking back up, and then they just go
0: up some ladders. And- yeah, they don't even try to fight their way back to the back to the sweet Jeep. No,
3: they no? just they go up, and then they come out this hatch, and they're you know somewhere another cool location in Arizona or something. Mm-hmm and
2: it is a pretty cool looking location oh absolutely i, I see why they chose to yeah. shoot there it's like
0: the salt flats after it's rained yeah it's really neat looking with yeah. a hatch in it right with a hatch <laughs> <laughs> and they get out
3: and he's just like you better find me a way to get back to my sweet jeep mm-hmm. that's all i got to say and she's like you don't think i can track us and he's probably like no yeah. and she's like whatever <laughs> this way
2: mm-hmm. but I mean, there's kind of a montage of them going through the desert and eventually you see her collapse And he carries her, and then they just kind of come up, and who should be rolling up, but Ernie Hudson in his sweet bulldozer jeep,
3: towing the scrambler. And he is just like, well, look at what we have here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Wolf is- that guy who
2: didn't want to be my partner. And Wolf is
3: just like, water, please. And he's like, oh, you mean this delicious water? Glug, glug, glug. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, give us the water. He's like, I don't know. You left me to die. That's kind of a shitty move, and- Wolf is like, oh, my God, whatever, dude, let's just go. And Ernie Hudson, yeah. from that point on, is just like, we are best friends now. <laughs> we bonded over trying to
0: murder each well, other. He says, I'll, I'll do, I'll take your deal. Yeah. I'll take your 750 credits 750 deal. plus credits. And then he's like,
3: and I'll give you another 200 if you fly me out of here. And he's like, wait, why can't you fly out of here? Aren't you like sector chief or whatever? And he's like, I might have crashed my ship when we got here. Oops. And then Wolf is like, aha. You need me. Okay, let's do this. So, yeah, now we've got a little a three-man ragtag group of mm-hmm. people. And they just kind of go back to Ernie Hudson's village, his little weird metal scrapyard. Yeah. Is it his scrapyard? I believe so.
2: He says it's like a safe area.
3: Okay. Because he's built like a giant metal scarecrow
0: robot man. Has mm-hmm. he built it? I he's, don't just, he... he's just gotten here. I think it's I think it's just someone else's. That really? he, that, right. Yeah, I think they're just He seemed highly it. protective of it.
4: Eh,
2: okay.
3: Well, they're not there long before two of the dudes he's from just, the pirate he's paranoid ship. paranoid anyway. Yeah, no. but like two of the dudes from the pirate ship roll up on their sweet armored motorcycles.
2: Yeah, they're like, "This is a good place to sleep."
3: Yeah. <laughs> and and th- okay, so this this is going to sound weird, but there were there were scenes in Fist of the North Star that had these weird like circular. Yep motorcycles, I swear to God these might be the same things. They might be. I think so. Because you barely saw them in Fist of the North Star, but they were distinctive enough and very roundish to where I'm looking at these and I'm going, this might be, they just polished these things off and put them in Fist of the North Star. Yeah, Even
0: I vaguely re- remember reading something, when we were watching that episode, I vaguely remember reading something about them having used those in other and okay. plenty of other things. Okay.
3: But yeah, they, so these guys roll up and they're
0: just like, well, Earthers,
3: we are here now. Mm-hmm. We don't need you for things. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: They're they're like, well, we, we're gonna rest here before we assault the base, of course, because yeah. we're gonna save those ladies. And Wolf's like, yeah, we could team up. And I don't like, think
1: they care about saving the ladies. I think they want to kill Overdog. I okay. think that's well, like yeah, their, yeah. Their that primary. is true. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. like Ernie Hudson is yeah. all about like, let's just shoot them because they're gonna mm-hmm. go in guns a blazing yeah. and fuck mm-hmm. up our chances to sneak in and oh, kill them.
3: Ernie Hudson has such a murder bone. <laughs> <laughs> He's just yeah. like, let me kill them.
1: I, I have to kill.
3: Them. Let's just get them out of the way. They're just gonna get in the way. They're gonna fuck it up. Yeah. Because, Let me kill them. Because
2: Wolf's like, why? Let's just. Why don't you? Why don't we work together? And they're like, yeah. Earth person, <laughs> you, you fucking idiot. What's wrong with you?
3: Yeah. And and Wolf. We is, don't need your
2: help. And he's like, well, you guys are welcome to stay here until you head out. And they're like, we don't, we don't need to- <laughs> your permission to stay here. Yeah.
3: And Ernie Hudson's pissed at Wolf. He's like, man, in the good old days, you would have straight up murdered these fools. he's mm-hmm. just like, I'm trying to be smart. We could use them, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? They might come in handy later. Which, guess what? <laughs> they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but,
2: but this is all interrupted. Yes. By <laughs> creepy ass kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I just in like what look like melting face masks, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're all just kind of like making this weird humming, whistling sound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and you're like, wait... Because at first, when they like circled this area, I was like, wait, are these the snake ladies? Mm-hmm. And then, no, you just see weird mutant children, and mm-hmm. the weird mutant ch- children all yeah, have Molotov and, cocktails.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and Ernie Hudson tells me, he's like, yeah, this is what Overdog's done to this place.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm? Oh, I was just I was just motioning for Harlow's joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like... Yeah, I, I was basically just... When when they came on, I was like, we represent the Molotov Guild, the Molotov Guild. <laughs>
3: It's so strange. This is another one of those things where it's like, okay, art department, come up with your thing, and it's like, okay, we came up with weird mutant children who throw Molotov cocktails for what purpose?
0: Uh, to <laughs> threaten the heroes. I know, but it's <laughs> like... To make them leave. What existence of
3: this? <laughs> Why? But whatever, yeah. So, hey, man,
0: you just asked for a nemesis. You know. didn't You didn't... You didn't... I know. Give us any direction, and we just thought it would be
1: hilarious. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's there's generally mutants on this planet, so... I guess there's a. It weird It just seems like this is their, their creations of the chemist. Mm-hmm. I oh, think okay. they said. All right, well, I think that's supposed to be everybody, like the weird deflated naked people, okay, and the creepy kids and everything is it's all just the whatever happened is... here. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, well, everything oh, plus blo- plague. Uh, oh, the, yes. But, yeah,
3: they do keep mentioning that there's plague on this planet, but it yeah. never comes up in any meaningful way. But. So everything is exploding and everyone's like, okay, get the fuck out. So they all get in their cars and motorcycles and, they're, mm-hmm. you know, plowing through and getting out. Now, Ernie Hudson's badass bulldozer should be able to massacre this tiny trash pile that it's got in front yeah. of it. It hits this thing and just decimates the front of his vehicle. Just fucks it up completely. I don't
0: I don't know that we've... <laughs> So it looks really cool. It Yes, but, but it's I don't not think, practical. I think it was established early that it's not a very badass thing, because it crashed into a rock, yeah, a it small did, and rock, it was, it was disabled. and it died immediately. <laughs> yeah, so.
3: yeah, but it rips this front end off. Oh, it does. Like, just turn, turns it into tinfoil, and you're like, well, <laughs> yeah, but... I mean, they all get out. The, the two dudes on the motorcycles jump over something. A- oh, yeah. They're Sweet
1: like, fuck, we're out of here. Yeah. They like they don't even wait. So yeah, they're- now, now they're like, oh, shit. We got to, like, we're down one vehicle. He's like, get in here. We got to hurry up because they're going to fuck this all up, like we said earlier. Mm-hmm. He's like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they basically just roll up on the whatever it is. They call it the graveyard, but that's like the uh, Overdog's Palace or whatever.
3: It's this giant monstrosity, whatever it is. it is. It's like a... Power plant. That's probably where they're filming Mm -hmm. in. But it is just this
1: this ridiculous metal. It's like it's just it's a dome that they've built out of scrap. Basically,
3: it's it's Thunderdome in an industrial park, Mm -hmm. basically instead of the desert. Because there's just Blunderdome. Yeah, there's just just scrap everywhere. Ever like any piece of this area at all where they could put a piece of scrap, they have done so. Mm -hmm. And it is this ridiculous rope bridge. Just
0: like I, I don't even—it's like they literally built it, built the set in a scrapyard. Yeah, just y- yeah, and had to build weird. stuff
3: around it to traverse, right? To get everywhere, but like in the center of this is Overdog, who is just like the games master. Just like I mm-hmm. ah, check me out, I'm here. We're gonna do some some cool shit, everybody. Yeah. Worship don't me. you love me
0: i'm great <laughs> yeah look at me look at me with my claw game arm
1: once again <laughs> it's weird i mean i just i realized we're we're making thunderdome references in this movie's before that yeah. too yeah like, absolutely <laughs> shit it's just it's weird how many things like we're like oh it's just like this but it's like shit that was that before was this before that, yeah. yeah um but so they sneak
3: in
0: and are immediately cards immediately are like hey where's your where's your where are your serum papers yeah bitch <laughs> you <ew. laughs> i'll them your papers yeah and
3: they're just like oh right here punch mm-hmm. and ernie hudson has like some weird blade thing that i think shoots out of his wrist it's just like assassin's, yeah, assassin's creed, creed blade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's it's there for the 3d but you really don't get a good look at it but mm-hmm. it it the idea of it is cool mm-hmm. um but yeah they're in and they just grab some cloaks and they're like we blend in now let's do this and then they get some like weird face masks that i guess make the them guards, the guards. Yeah. face masks okay. yeah so that's the guards outfit so yeah. they're just we're guards now
1: I went, a little short just,
3: for a serum trooper I I sure.
1: went, boy, you know, there's there's a <laughs> there's a moment where they're outside and they're getting all geared up in this mm-hmm. and i don't know why but like molly ringwall's just over there like putting her like I, it's not a cape, but it's like it's just a like, shitty shawl sweater. Thing. Yeah, but she's just like, like twirling look. around yeah. like oh yeah, she's Whee! like we. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's 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 funny because it's like it's it seems like it's part the character, but also part. But she was probably just like,
4: Hee!
0: yeah, costume.
1: Mm, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's funny to me. Yeah, and was, they of course
0: tell her to thing. stay there, and she of course does not. She does not. No. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they, no, no, she actually on I'm sorry, they do yeah, that she, later. Yeah, just she just she goes with them on purpose this this time.
3: Yeah. She's on told later to get the fuck out. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, they they sneak in and, and this is like, okay, time for
1: to run the maze. Overdog's maze, time to do the thing. You which love is, me, right? Which is basically you're in a cage that one side opens up and the other side is like like, like the spike moving wall thing, yeah. but only one side, so it forces you out and mm-hmm. then you're just kind of presented well, I guess I'll just stand here until another door opens up and out comes this like blade buggy. It's just <laughs> this little buggy thing that's just all pinchers and, you know, spinning, spinning blades on the blades front and stuff. And, and, wire and it's yeah. like that's going to murder you unless you start to climb the spike wall, which when you get about halfway done that up it, it falls about half or like a quarter of the way down. Yeah. And so like, you're kind of caught, you know, crawling at a 45 degree angle. Yep. And then when you get towards the top, Gravity right. takes over and is supposed to tumble you into like another blade pile of, pits. of death, like another just rusty <laughs> pile of blades. It's,
0: it's supposed to be a, a pile of like spikes and shit. But every time they show they show somebody falling into it like twice, and you can see both times the whole thing kind of like bounce. it's made of foam, and they just sort of sink into it
1: yeah. while flailing. But around But they dub
0: a in bit. someone go ah.
1: Yeah. yeah well, it, it, the first guy that that's how he dies is in the rusty blade yeah. pit, and it and it bounces. The spike wall bounces as well,
0: so mm-hmm. it like kind of bounces yeah, it is
3: not to your advantage to go first in Overdog's no, maze no you need to really watch how the other competitors do but then, then right but then we like see ninja warrior we see <laughs> another
1: person run and, and they survive they don't like tumble off the wall or they i guess they climb over the rusty blade pit or whatever mm-hmm. um because then there's just like floor of fire and once again the guy is like ouch 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 through the fire fire thing and he's like cool and then I don't remember what exactly knocks him in, but there's kind of like spinning blade things that well, he's there's trying a, to there's dodge.
0: A, there's a water feature. Yeah, there's a water <laughs> feature with, with spinning blades over it, but so, yeah,
1: apparently it's also boiling water, because yeah. the dude just kind of goes, I guess I'll jump in the water. Oh, fuck. Oh, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I didn't know it was boiling it water. It must have but... been, because he jumped in, and I don't... Something I in the water. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, it was been. acid. Something but in the water was There's good. also
0: So there's also like a, a S-shaped pipe that goes over that, mm-hmm. and then there are swinging pendulum things. That you have to dodge if you take that route. So it's it's fairly well designed. It's a little bit like Wipeout, only with more spikes.
3: It's it's the weirdest double day, double dare physical challenge you can think of. Right? Because <laughs> it's all kind of clunky and, but also will kill you. <laughs> Coming, this Mark Summers, oh. <laughs> spinny plate, acid pool. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, the, that Mark Summers show. I love that show. Yeah.
1: yeah so, but yes, yeah, so we see a couple random people die trying to go through the maze. Yeah. And then the the
3: two dudes have shown up because one, one dude showed up. Yeah, because they're he's running across a rope bridge, mm-hmm. shooting at things, and Wolf is like kind of helping him out. And he's like, yeah. "What are you guys? What's ha- what's happening here?" And he's like, "Oh, well, we we decided to free the slaves, and then my brother got caught, and now he's a slave." He's like, "Well, good job, <laughs> yeah, guy." <but>
2: like, <laughs> they said it's
3: probably better than having to run the maze. Yeah. So, it, this.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Like, I, I think at this one. Yeah, I think at this point they were like, all right, we like we'll get this guy out of here. We'll get Molly Ringwald out of here. And just like,
2: yeah, well, Molly Ringwald, they're like, just wait here and keep an eye on stuff. And then we'll we're going to go set the slaves free and we're going to go get the girls. Yeah, right. And then we're going to come back here. And
3: and she's offended by this. She's like, what? You don't think I can help? And he's like, no, I just don't want you to get hurt. And she's like, Aw. yeah. (laughs) But whatever, I'm not going to listen to you because as soon as you turn your back, no, she does. S-
1: she she listens this time. Yeah, she she's just there. Si- she's sitting at the car, and the guards come out, and they're like, "No, oh. she gets out of the car. She
3: gets back but into the entrance way, but
1: mm-hmm. is a mean. yeah, she, well, she was poking through the. She, she walks like all
2: four feet into yeah. the yeah. entrance, yeah.
1: and there's a guard
2: it right there, immediately and he's like, accosted. Uh,
0: uh-huh. excuse me. <laughs>
2: yeah, and she's like, "Hey, you got any uh, space drugs? <laughs>
1: but, you got any? Uh, yeah, got any? I'm not a narc. Whisker yeah. biscuits, kitty chasers. That guard was making a mockery of the entire establishment. Yes. <laughs> it was TV's Colin yeah, Mockery. He was that guard, by the way. He resemb- was he actually, was yes. that actually Colin Mockery? Well, it says so on IMDb. Oh, it does? To, really? Maybe to uh, be a know, or not. I don't know about that. It's, it's entirely it possible like that him. I made a really good call there. Yeah.
3: But they grab her and are immediately like, Time for you to go see the chemist. And mm-hmm. earlier she's been like, The chemist has been after me. Mm-hmm. She's made that remark. So yeah. she just starts freaking out. And so. The girls have the 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 hostage girls have kind of been released at this point, and the chemist is like, oh, well, they're just hanging
1: in that weird like cage. Thing. Well, they,
3: they got them down like, and they lowered the cage down to the point where they could kind of wiggle out. And mm-hmm. the chemist was like, oh, you'll be a fine consolation prize. You'll you'll do. Come with me. Mm-hmm. Let me show you to Overtalk. To which it becomes another icky segment of, look, Overdog, this one's spunky. <laughs> She's got I fire. I spunky, <laughs> too. <laughs> it's like, I like her.
2: <laughs> he's just Get claws it. and just yeah. like, because He goes, I like her for the maze. Yeah,
3: yeah. so she She's has to like, run the maze. Yeah. So... She does. Oh, well, her mm. stunt person does, except in there. Okay, so she does all the things. Like, she screams her
1: way through this thing, but gets out of it. It's not really. She cheats. Well, not cheats, because there's no cheating in Death Maze. But, no. I mean, but she climbs up <laughs> spike wall and just keeps going up and, like... Hops onto it and like fights a guard with a shield. Yeah, and it's basically like I'm out of the maze. Yeah, and then
2: uses the shield to get well, she of fire. She right. doesn't get out oh, of the right. maze. No, she, she, just, she just takes
1: the shield from. Yes, that's right. The, the guard way she gets out of the maze
3: is that Wolf has loaded his gun with this weird like mm-hmm. missile system on, and he shoots one at the you know Hitler's death car that's coming down the the <laughs> the tunnel at her, and it blows a hole into the cage that she's able to get yeah. out of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To which, like, Overdog is right there, like, you survived the maze! And she's like, I win!
1: He's like, you win me!
0: Now you must survive Overdoggin'.
1: (laughs) Yeah, now, to be fair, the the story has now changed to, like, he's not so much trying to sex up these ladies, but he likes them young because he, like, takes their life force or something? Because, like, we didn't really say, but there was an old dude that was like... That's code for virginity. Okay. (laughs) There was an old dude on the train... And apparently he and Overdog at one point in time were a pair of doctors trying to cure whatever plague. Yeah. And Overdog is the same age as this dude but doesn't look like it, other than he looks like Hellraiser. But because <laughs> he's got whatever weird chemical process where yeah. he's stealing They don't He's they, basically probably doing like the Silicon Valley blood transfusion bullshit, probably. you know. Like
3: But it's it's a lot cooler because sure. it's a weird laser time tunnel that they yeah, put it her is, in yes. and like the the circles that are in this tunnel are going towards her while he's like now it's time and then the circles come towards him and he's just like yes it's like the
2: underground tunnel in the detroit airport yeah it's it's weird it's
3: trippy and awesome and he's just he's just in this thing just yes give me all the life juice and it's just lights coming at him and yeah and there's not a lot of conflict here at the end because wolf like is confronted
2: by the the chemist the chemist and his two buddies and just immediately like shoots one of his little rockets at the two guys that take them out and then the chemist is like yeah but and then he like grabs like he has like <laughs> he has like one tube on his shoulder that uh-huh. is instant death
3: and wolf just goes <laughs> and the thing goes <laughs> and yeah. then he's dead yeah and that's, the chemist is just that's done it for him and no more just, life juice for him yeah no but then he runs in he's like man, what the fuck's going on here with this weird life juice tunnel that you're in? He actually, so she's strapped to this thing and he looks at her and says, hang in there. And she looks (laughs) at him like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) 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 Don't you say that dumb shit to
2: me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Yeah. but then uh, Uh, he shoots some rockets at Overdog. Overdog mm -hmm. shoots some lasers at him. Mm -hmm. Eventually he kind of blows up Overdog's thing. And then he's like, hmm. I need to check out Overdog.
3: I better go take a look at this. I yeah. better go get really close yeah. to Overdog. I better
2: get close enough that I will be in claw range yeah. of Overdog. Yeah. Who I'm sure I just killed because, I mean, you know. He sparked he up a bit. He
1: wouldn't possibly use the same trick I used earlier in the movie. No. Against nope. me. He's not smart. But guess what?
3: He's smart. Yep. Because he immediately claws.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you can't hurt me. I'm
2: Overdog.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs>
2: Overdog rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but he, he starts squishing him with his claw arm mm-hmm. and and uh, Wolf kind of sees like one of the tubes on the ground is sparking. It's like he, an it's like an air conditioner duct yeah. vent that's kind mm-hmm. of
3: water wiggling around for some reason because it has electricity flowing through right.
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> it's what happens. You let that let the
2: <laughs> let the electricity loose, it sprays all over the room. It's, mm-hmm. it's all over the place. But, yeah, and he but he grabs it and shoves it on the other claw and zaps Overdog. Mm-hmm. And that apparently kills him.
0: Overdog blows up real good. Yeah, and like they he starts taking the rest of the complex with him.
3: Yeah, this is this is kind of like the end of Superman three, where it's just they've built this giant complex and they blow it the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. it's again one of those movies where it's like no one's using these sets. Nope. Fuck these sets. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's yeah. the last day of filming because over yeah because Overdog starts blowing up yeah he's he's untying Molly Ringwald and he's like shit we better get out of here yeah. just as Ernie Hudson busts his his suddenly his sweet bulldozer jeep mm-hmm. works like it's supposed to mm-hmm. Busts through the wall he fixed it yeah <laughs> I guess I do okay.
3: I do want to say, like, back when Molly Ringwald was in the maze, uh, most of it was a stunt double, but there's one point where they shoot flames at her. Yes. And it's her. Yeah. And her head is super close to these flames. Like, this. Like, that
2: take probably went wrong.
3: Yes, absolutely. Because, like, it's not like her hair is slicked back. You can't. It's not like she has fire retardant stuff on her or anything. They shoot this thing at her, and it is way too close. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how she didn't freak out, but she acts just like, oh, and
1: keeps on going. Mm -hmm. But it could be camera tricks. It could be like, there could could have been glass there. Or it could just be like uh, optical illusion that it looks closer, but it's actually in the forefront, you know, but this
3: continues during this finale because they are running through explosions. Now they're not gasoline type explosions. They're more like the phosphorus. Sparky stuff. Yeah. But I mean, they're going off near them mm-hmm. constantly yeah like they they constantly like okay now your mark is where the explosion is <laughs> 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 so run
1: over here and stop and blam <laughs> well even like I, I was just thinking about like molly regenwald in peril uh there's a shot earlier in the movie when we first meet ernie hudson mm-hmm. where he jumps out of his like bulldozer thing and it looks like he almost lands on her yeah i mean not yeah, super she's like super dangerous ah. except that he's twice her size yeah but like it's just it looks yes. like he lands uncomfortably close to her. Yes. Again, it could be like, hey, if we film it like this, mm-hmm. it looks a lot closer than it is. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe they're just very dangerous people making this movie.
3: I. Who could knows? A, who knows? It's hard to say. But this whole complex just gone, mm-hmm. just explodes. Yeah. And like the mountain collapses down on it and they blow up some miniatures and they did everything. Mm-hmm. Whatever was there gone. Yep. And then it's just wrap up time to where molly ringwald's thrown some
1: sort of fit well they're like popping bottles in the like in the champagne in the in the ship and everything yeah, yeah like ladies. we never saw anybody get out no
3: but luckily like the you know the the pirate dude and the ladies are all mm-hmm. just like hey party time you know it's sweet yeah the the the, the earth the targets, ladies the targets of this movie are the most insignificant jewel slash reward slash Victims anything I've ever seen Mm -hmm. Because they are so
2: Completely insignificant Characters I don't even think they have any lines I know they say things at the end but it's almost like overdubbed. Yeah, like it's not even them saying them.
1: Yeah, it's not like how dare you? They we did will not say stand some things. For this. They said something like, "I demand you let me go," and okay. things okay. like that while they were being held. That's but, right. Like, okay. not but no, none of them of a have a character case. of any
3: kind. None yeah. of them. No. you never even know who they are. Basically, they, they were just, just people on the, Earth, ladies. Yeah, they were
1: just on the cruise. I I'm guessing the backstory is that, like like a lot of these things that people left on Earth are the rich people, That's and everyone right. else is like had to go out into the dregs of the universe probably and so like everyone on earth is important worth a bounty mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. which is weird because they just blew up like probably several <laughs> thousand of them on the trying to watch stupid space lightning <laughs> and only three of them escaped <laughs> i mean i that was a big ass ship for only Amen. three people to come out of it
2: rich people do dumb shit
1: that's true that's true yeah. they do yeah
3: but my ringwald's upset because like earlier in the movie uh wolf has been like okay fine i'll take you with me and we'll go and she's like fine i'll just stay here and he's like the fuck i told you earlier i would take you and mm-hmm. and she says something like you didn't ask me and he's like oh for fuck's sake would you please come along on adventures with me mm-hmm. and she's like oh i thought you never asked we're gonna be best friends forever and ever and then he's just like i don't know how to react to you are you my daughter surrogate or my sex robot surrogate or my girlfriend what are you i'll just mm-hmm. pat you on the head could be just sidekick it's it's strange. He you can clearly tell like the character is just like I don't know what you
0: are to me. <laughs> let's think of it as a Mal and Kaylee sort of relationship. Okay, and and leave it at that. Yeah, let's right. just let's just take the most innocent version Fine. of that and leave it.
3: But they fly off into space. They go into some weird loop-de-loop warp speed that morphs into a <laughs> the end. <laughs>
0: yes, and we do not get. A question mark that pops out of the end. No, they
3: left space for it because the the end is over to the left. Oh, a little there's bit. space all around it. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> get out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, no,
3: that's the end. Movie's over. Space Hunter is yeah. ended. Mm-hmm.
1: Space Hunter will return. No, nope. no. no, 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 nope. no. I mean, never say never. We've made sequels nope. way later. That's never. true. That's true. Not Space Hunter. I, I'll go make a Space Hunter movie right now. We could right now. make a Space Hunter. Or we probably could. Make I a bet Peter Strauss <laughs> is up for it.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, movie's over. Holly yeah. not
1: doing much these days. No, she, she could be. Back. She might be on a
3: show.
2: Yeah. yeah, she's on the Archie one, whatever it is. is she? Oh, R- yeah. Riverdale. Everyone's yep. on that. Yeah, she's I'm on Riverdale. Consistently
3: surprised by the people mm. on that show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, Stargrove, but the score is really working overtime. Yes, in this movie, it's bombastic.
3: It's Elmer Bernstein who yeah.
2: who's going nuts.
3: Magnificent Seven.
2: Yeah. You know. he's, he's having fun. Because, he will, and and the score is like nonstop in this movie. I think the only time it's not going is when is right before they get attacked by the uh, by the skin people mm-hmm. because they want that tension. Well, and Also, the weird child. Yeah, that's true. And there's also no
3: music in that pirate ship battle. That's scoreless. Really? Yeah. I noticed that. I was like, huh. this is a little strange. There's this is where the heroic
0: score should be. And it's not. But
2: yeah, hmm. but, yeah but but otherwise, I mean, it's. It's very prominent throughout the movie. I'll say Full fucking
0: tilt adventure music. Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: Yes, it is. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yep. Ratings. Mm -hmm. Ratings. Ratings. I can go. Go. Go for it. Uh, I'm going two jocks. Okay. There's a lot of fun. The practical effects go a long way. But there's such a lack of personality in anyone except like Michael Ironside pretty much. I mean, even our main guy is just kind of like his whole personality is sarcastic mm-hmm. towards everyone, and there's just there's not, and, and Molly Ringwald is just annoying, yeah, you know. And it's I know that's how the character's supposed to be because she's basically a 14 year old tagging along, but it's still, yeah. I I have to take off for just like the weird tension between her and him because it's like we know this girl is 14 years old at this point, so that it's just weird. Throughout. She's space
3: fourteen, so you don't know exactly what. Yeah, that but means. it's
2: still. <laughs> I trust but he shows like basically no interest. In fact, it,
1: it, whatever. Keep going.
2: Yeah, it, it just it feels so weird to me. It, right. Like I, I just I. Yeah, and and the whole like, shoving her head underwater and just doing all that shit is. Well,
1: to be fair, that might have just been to shut her up for a few seconds. It's, yeah, <laughs> true. And to get her clean because apparently she really reeked. If, yeah, she mm-hmm. if did. If this guy thought he sm- she smelled bad. Yeah. This, yeah, this, this whole planet looked like it smelled bad, to be fair. I believe it probably did. Yeah, there was but, probably but, some sweat going but on. But
2: this movie really gets by on like the set design yeah. of the areas and just that whole... I, I appreciate movies that feel like there's a lot of backstory that they don't feel they need to tell you. You know, They, they hint at a lot of it, and I, I appreciate that sort of stuff that doesn't feel like, eh, we just didn't think of anything, so fuck it. Like, it feels like... The, back, the implied backstory is good in this one. Mm-hmm. So, I liked it. I mean, it's it's two jocks. It's not, you know, it's not knocking me out of my chair or anything, but <laughs> I not, liked not, it.
3: It's not knocking your dick in the dirt. No, <laughs> no most certainly like not. Like BJ in the haunted house. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's knocking my dick in the grave dust. Thank oh, you very oh, much. Oh, sorry. And it's much sex- sexier. Um, Lovely. <laughs> I think I have to agree with you on the two jocks thing. Mm-hmm. It's... It didn't blow my hair back, but it's a pretty decent ride. Like, um, I can't remember his name already. Uh, Space Hunter himself. Yes. Peter Peter Strauss. Strauss. Peter Strauss. Strauss Is is doing a passable Han Solo. I mean, he's got the pants with the red stripe and swarthy
1: space rogue thing. Um, He's average adventure man. I like that he's not above kicking people in the balls. Exactly, he says it always um, works. Yeah. when he does it. <laughs> well, they also kicks a dude in the balls with like a rope bridge, sort of. Like Almost, he jumps, yeah, on, the, yeah. jumps yeah, he on the rope kind bridge. of sort of rope
0: yeah. balls him, I yeah. guess. <laughs> um, rope bridge ball.
2: It, it's a rope rack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a
0: rope sack attack. Um, <laughs> but like he's he's doing a a passable and not annoying version of Han Solo and every other swarthy rogue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird. Like, I think I think, had Star Wars not been so successful, this would have been just a post-apocalyptic... Well, it might not have gotten made, but it seems like they could have put this just in post-apocalypse anywhere else. Um, they could have been in the
3: nice part of the planet, and it's like, you got trapped in the Forbidden Zone.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that may be where it started originally. It could have been like... Arizona Hunter in the Forbidden Zone, or whatever. Or I'm from... Forbidden
1: Arizona. Right. That's the word.
0: (laughs) I'm from Salt Lake City, and now we're in the Forbidden Zone. Right, yeah. Or I'm from Ogden. What, is it full
1: of caffeine?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah.
3: (laughs) I'm in from Reno. What's the trouble here? (laughs) Hi,
0: I just came down from Los Angeles. Um, Really, you guys? Um, (laughs) Yeah. But aside from Molly Ringwald being just peak annoying, uh, it's all right. Um, like Overdog is a fucking awesome name, and yeah, it is.
1: the like, you, do, you do want to root for the Overdog, right? Yeah. Yes,
0: and the like Overdog himself is kind of a cool like character, but they really limit what he can do, uh, and. I almost feel like it doesn't really fit like it feels like Overdog should be maybe like Overdog should be some like massive dude with a club or something that's like the the mini boss mm-hmm. and then the guy, you know, not quite Hellraiser should be like the overlord or something. Um, I feel like he should have a different kick ass name, but. It's all right. I mean, it's got Ernie Hudson in it. I like that. <laughs> I like Ernie Hudson. Um, he's good in it. He's good. He's he's fine. He's all right. He's good. Yeah. He's somewhere between fine, all right, and good. Better than Chuck Fine. But two jocks. And yeah, the score is pretty fantastic. It's fantastic and bombastic. And I appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to give this three jocks.
3: This is another one of those movies that, as a kid, I would have been all about this movie. I've never seen a frame of this until tonight. I don't know how that is. Th- this would have been. Did you did you say that same thing about Ice Pirates? Ice Pirates. I saw a hundred thousand oh, okay, times. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that's what I'm. Mean. That's what I mean. I don't yeah. know why one got seen a million times and another didn't. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I would have thought this was great. Watching it now as an adult, I was impressed by a lot of factors of this movie's production. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it feels like there's actually a budget there.
3: Yes, and while. All of the set design is really impressive. Now, some of it you can just, if you just look at it a little bit, you see it wobbling around and you're just like, oh, that's re-. like when the Amazon ladies showed up and they were like, ah, spears, like the spears were just rubbery. Just blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, all right. But there, I, I, I really enjoy movies where it's just like set piece to set piece to set piece. And each one is its own little mini adventure. And it's over and done with and never mentioned again for whatever reason. None of it makes a lot of sense. And like I was saying, like the the three ladies who have been kidnapped are the most insignificant nothingness. Like it, it hardly anyone ever seems to care about them. Like they're barely mm-hmm. human, according to the script, but I, I whatever.
0: They are reward money in waiting. Exactly. That's all. They, they might
3: as well just be a bag of mega credits. <laughs> right. But I guess that wouldn't make the weird sexual menacing that <laughs> Overdog mm-hmm. does. Uh i i think the whole everything about michael ironside in this movie is great i like it's one of those things where it's like conceptually how what on earth how did you come up with that why did you know what drugs were you on where you're like and he's in this hydraulic thing and he just swings around everywhere and he's got claw hands and it's like how first of all how did that character get that way second of all like what how did this world spring up around him to where he could just maneuver himself all around this complex it's just i thought he all that stuff was really built cool. that
0: city on rock and roll yeah um yeah i'm sure he
3: enslaved it a former people.
1: starship yes yeah
3: yeah but yeah i i this is a terrific little b tier sci-fi movie mm-hmm. i i just i i really enjoyed sitting there watching it
2: i wish we could have seen it in 3d
3: yeah but you know even that like there were four or five moments you could look at and go ah that would be because there was like when they went in to see the chemist and they were threatening the three girls like this one guy came at them with like this Mm -hmm. dumb space needle which was just a regular (laughs) needle with a bunch of tubes stuck to it that came and was like right in the camera waving around but there wasn't it didn't look like there was a bunch of dumb stuff outside of the space stuff yeah so I, i i don't think we missed much not seeing it in 3d however i will say the 2d print looks like hot garbage like for a hd print it is grainy and blurry yeah, as a lot fuck. so i know a lot of that was you could tell they were shooting at dusk mm-hmm. but
1: that's when you're supposed to shoot this
3: is super at dusk okay. like not the magic hour like oh, the, okay. the last magic minute of the magic hour <laughs> <laughs> so magic minute was my yeah the, pr- the print looks school. bad but <laughs> really yeah <laughs> how proud (laughs) anyway Uh, three jocks
1: yeah um i'm torn because part of me wants to give it a three jocks parts part of me wants to give it a four jocks Because full disclosure this was kind of my ice pirates like i saw the the holy trinity of ice pirates this and metal storm a lot as a kid but this was always the one that i liked the most okay um still i haven't seen it in a very very long time but to me this one still holds up the most too um it's not. It's not perfect. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna settle on three jocks, and then like, it, it's a strong three jocks because like, I I feel. I, I feel very, much like this movie is my kind of thing because you were asking like what kind of weird like drugs they were on to come up with this stuff. Well, I, I think like Ivan Reitman and company were like really into like heavy metal magazine and shit. You know, I think they had stuff to do with the original movie. They in did. fact, yeah. Yes. So like, I just think that like this feels so much granted it's pg but it's like it feels so much like a story ripped from that type of universe kind of thing yeah and i don't know just that whole post-apocalyptic like we don't necessarily it's almost like a vignette you know like Mm -hmm. it's just like eh, you'll figure out what came before and you'll kind of figure out what came after and you're just kind of watching this little section and and you're smart enough to figure out what happened out kind of thing. You know, yeah. like it doesn't have to have a long text crawl that explains it all. It's just in the year twenty nine to seventy five. Yeah. Like like Ice Pirates, I felt like had to d- do that. It was like, it did, Oh yeah. yeah, like well you, you wouldn't understand that like ice is high, a high hot commodity, yeah. you know, like all this stuff. This was just like eh, whatever, there's future shit, Earth's cool, there's mega credits, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, just go I with mean, it.
2: You think about stuff like Blade Runner, where they forced the narration over the entire mm-hmm. movie because like people won't be able to follow this. Yeah.
1: So I, I I don't know, like this is a hard one for me to like really talk about because it's just a thing that I loved and, and thankfully still love. Um like I I don't even find I mean, I understand Molly Ringwald is being annoying. I don't find her annoying, if that makes any sense. Like she's doing what that character should do it was fun i wasn't irritated yeah. by her and, and, it, and, and it, it, i and i think it's like because of her spo- like broken space hillbilly talk you know like <laughs> like, like it's just something like it, it adds to it it's just yeah. like it's uh, like space Nell. No. yeah kind of yes, <laughs> yes. spell okay yeah in space um yeah it, it's just there's there's something kind of endearing about it it's like yeah, a 14-year-old girl would Yabber you know, probably hasn't talked to anybody. Yeah. Very many people, and she's been in hiding. So, like, here's a guy who's handsomely roguish or whatever, and sure, she may have all... That's what I'm saying about the creep factor is, like, I feel like, yeah, it totally makes sense that she's never seen a dude. This guy's a dashing bad boy rogue guy. Mm-hmm. Of course she's going to be all about him, but mm-hmm. he's just like, kid, no. Everything is like, no. Like, yeah, whatever. It's, it's, you know, I, I would like to I would have liked to watch more adventures with them. You know, like I. this is a, a universe I would like to revisit, but I'm happy that it exists in this form. I, I just I, I like space movies where the adventure is just almost like little set pieces, you know, like. And we'll string a story through it, but it's kinda like, all right, and then they go to this location and have mm-hmm. a little adventure. Like we just don't really see movies like that anymore.
2: Yeah, the last one I can remember is like Chronicles of Riddick.
1: Yeah, exactly. It feels like
2: the last one that did that sort of thing. Right. Just like, like now we're on this planet and we gotta figure out what to do here.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I I, I don't know why I love shit like that as long as it if, as long as you string some sort of narrative through it. Like it can't just be like fucking Pirates of the Caribbean too, where it's just like, we're over here now. Now we're over here. Now we're over here. And it's like, what the fuck is happening in well, all of this? I, I I would
3: almost say that Streets of Fire was almost like this. Mm-hmm. And they would mm-hmm. go to an area and it was like, here's this area and here's what's going on in this area. And now we're in another district and things are weird over here. Yeah. And
1: Like when, it, when it's done fun, yeah. and I really enjoy the just set piece Indiana Jones style. Like now we're here and we're now in this location and weird things happen here. And look, there's deflated people and yep. you know all that yeah. stuff. So I don't know. Three jocks, but very strong, and I very much like this movie. Cool. Uh, Let's take a break, shall we? Take a break? Yeah. Okay. All right, welcome back. Hey! hey! Second half. Banff cast. Mm-hmm. We got some movies to talk about. We sure do. Yay. Okay, well, um, in the next episode of Harlow uh, Internet Hates comic book movie, I'm going to talk about Spider Man Homecoming. Oh, no. Oh,
4: no. no. <laughs> How could you how's hate spider-man this? I, Homecoming?
1: i quote unquote internet hate it because i have some issues with it like i did Wonder Woman all right and this i feel like this movie's in a similar place of near universal praise it is and I, again i like it i just didn't love it like oh. and i can't put my finger on it i think part of it is i'm trying i'm trying to think because like i feel like this is like another like tiptoe eggshell thing like i feel like part of it is they have they're not even millennials, whatever the next generation is affied Spider-Man to the point that he's now feeling more like a foreign character to me a little bit. If that makes any sense, like you're so far removed. I'm from so the- far removed from high school culture now that like some of this, I don't feel like it resonated with me mm-hmm. and that's okay. Like I don't, I'm aware I don't have to be the target audience of everything. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm not necessarily giving it a knock. It's just, Part of me has got the old man crouchy, like, not my Spider-Man, you know, vibe to it. Just because, like, Mm -hmm. all right, I I don't even want you to call what's after millennials, you know, kids that are in high school now. Like, it's not millennials, I don't believe. I think we figured this out the last time. It's the last generation. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) It is the generation that won't last. (laughs) Yes. Um, Like I said, I'm not saying that, like, it's a bad thing. It's just and, and, and it's also strange to say, because in watching this in the theater. I liked the Peter Parker bits more than I liked the Spider-Man stuff. Oh. And and I know I, I started by, by saying, like, there's a little bit of a disconnect because I feel like I'm now getting too old for high school Spider-Man to click 100% with me, even though everything everywhere is saying, like, it's John Hughes movies for modern time. Like, mm-hmm. that the entire cast was forced to watch all of the John Hughes movies and all of this stuff, and references to John Hughes movies and whatnot. It's all it's all good and it's all fine. Like I said, there's just, there's still just a tiny little element where it's like it doesn't feel quite like a thing. I, I get 100%. Still, it's really good and I enjoy the Peter Parker stuff. I, I felt like the way they filmed the Spider-Man action on a big screen setting was almost too much and too frenetic for a big screen
4: mm-hmm.
1: that I think it's going to play way better on TVs. Like that—that's not a bad thing, and you know, and it's obviously going to have a much longer lifespan there. So that'll mean mm-hmm. that'll be a good overall deal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I liked it a lot. I just didn't love it. And again, I just I feel like I have I feel like Wonder Woman. I maybe could have like put my finger on it a little bit more and, and did mm-hmm. as to like what rubbed me the wrong way about it. This one is just like I can't definitively say. Yeah, this is this is why I didn't personally love it. it. Just it's a strong like, you know, and I and that one this one I can't really. Um it's all obviously tied into the Marvel universe very 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 heavily. I don't know that I was expecting it to be as heavily tied as it mm-hmm. is. Um and I'll just say that like if you're thinking like I just like Spider-Man, I don't care about all the rest of that shit, some of this you're you're going to miss some things because like it dates back to like the earliest Marvel movies. Like there are references from like the first Avengers and prior to that even like, yeah. (laughs) yeah. So it's just like, it's very heavily tied into character motivations and things based on past events and all the Marvel movies basically. And, and little quips and lines about things all the way up to mm-hmm. now, you mm-hmm. know, so.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm glad they don't show his origin.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's a very good choice, <laughs> you know, just to be like, yeah, he's Spider-Man, deal with it, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you don't know how a dude becomes Spider-Man, you know. Watch a movie. Right. <laughs> Do your homework. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, who is the person that keeps going like, well, I don't know, people aren't going to understand how he became Batman. You know, <laughs> it's like, no, we get how he became Batman. Yeah. There's no one. I've heard that his parents die. They Uh, do. Yeah, I I think so. Yeah,
3: his mom might have been wearing pearls. Oh, I've Mm. heard that. That necklace might have gotten snapped. Yeah,
1: possibly.
2: Yeah, I I heard he gave that theater a bad Yelp review. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, well, they
3: were walking down Crime Alley.
2: (laughs) Play was fine. Way home, not so great. Uh Yeah, needs better security in Crime Alley.
1: It had, a, it had a real name prior to when they walked out it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. I don't think just... it was always Crime Alley. Oh. I think it's more like a nickname. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Appropriate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> things I got to think, I, I like. I try to dig my way, way out because like, there are things I really liked about um, How's Spider-Man. How's Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton's great. I mean, when is Michael Keaton not really good to mm. great?
3: I feel like it took two or three days for the Internet to start saying, oh, by the way, Michael Keaton is awesome in this. Yeah, it seemed like there was so much like this is the Spider-Man. This is the shit. And then it seemed like a couple days later, it was like, oh, yeah, by the way, Michael Keaton is in this and he's really good, too.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, there (laughs) there there is a bit that happens with the music and like literally over the opening credits that put a giant smile on my face. Just ear to ear. Mm -hmm. All Um, right. So. There's that. And also, like, it's it's really weird because a lot of this movie was filmed in Atlanta and somewhere else. But sh- just- n- well, there was obviously some stuff shot in New York pro- proper because there's only, you know, there's certain landmarks that that's the only place they are.
4: Yeah,
1: um, I will say, strangely, I felt I felt like this was the most authentic New York one <laughs> I've ever seen of all the Spider-Man's spiders man
3: atlanta has started to become an acceptable substitute for new york
1: it, it's it's not even like the land it's not the look and the feel it's the way the people were interacting oh like okay. ship right, in some new so Yorkers. look and i'm not trying to shit on any specific spiders man but <laughs> like it, it, it's gotten increasingly stupid when you look back on it like having to throw post 9 11 bullshit into the first movie mm-hmm. like where i'm just saying when you look back when you look now where we are and where we actually were then that that section in spider-man one is so fucking stupid Hmm. you know like when you go back and watch it now i just feel like it was like so very much of a moment of the a a thing they did for the moment that doesn't yeah uh, over time looks dumb you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. putting a very current reference like someone making a fucking yakov smirnoff joke or something in a movie it's like the fuck are you talking about? Why would you put that in a movie in 10 years? That will mean nothing. Mm-hmm. You know? And to me, like that's, that section is so like the studio is like, no, you got to put something about New York all together. Yeah. And it's like, no, like three months after that, people were back to watching a man get stabbed on the subway and doing nothing. You know, like that's New York. <laughs> like, Just don't make eye contact and don't, don't engage. That's right. You know, <laughs> and like this movie just feels so much more like that. Like, <laughs> That, that like crazy shit happens to people like eh it's fucking New York whatever you know <laughs> like <laughs> and it just like the fickleness of actual actual real New York I I can't explain it. it's not all like I'm not saying New York is shitty it's just like there's mm. a kind of blase attitude New York is shitty but there's a blase attitude that New Yorkers tend to actually have in real life that is like they they were like fairy taling it in the movies prior to you are like right. like that really do- like look I love Spider Man too but the the sequence with the, in the subway after he saves them and they like Jesus lift them over their heads is so dumb, mm-hmm. you know, like I like that movie overall, but that scene is terrible. And it's it, it's Spider-Man's who's version of the bridge scene from the first one. So I don't know. Like this one didn't have any moments like this. It, it even though a lot of it wasn't shot in New York, it had the most like New York feel mm-hmm. to me. Um, yeah. his best friend is Bodega awesome. Cats. Yeah. Bodega cats. Yes. His best friend is awesome. Like I want more of that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it's all, it's all good and it's all fun. Like I said, I just I didn't love it. So, I obviously internet hated it. Obviously. So angry. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so Chuck. Yeah. Speaking of superheroes. Right. You saw a movie in the theater? I did. I went to the this theater. This is weird for you. Why it is, what were you doing? Well,
3: my lady partner wanted to go see a, the your wife? Yes. You're allowed to call her your wife. I know, I just like <laughs> okay. mixing it up. Uh, she wanted to see Wonder Woman, and she yeah. was like, if you're not interested, I'll go on my lunch break one day. I'm like,
2: no, the, what are you talking about? Let's go see That's Wonder Woman. That's a long ass <laughs> wait. Wait, She can go to a movie on her lunch break? Well. Yeah, I had to take a half day to see Fate of the Furious. Come on. So, so, yeah, yeah we we, uh,
3: nice. we went to see Wonder Woman, which, you know, has been out three weeks. So, therefore, it's been shoved into the 12-seat theater in the back of the, <laughs> the, the complex. Mm. Um, so, some quick thoughts on Wonder Woman. I was having a problem when this movie started. I, there's something about this movie was not clicking for me. And I was worried. Like, I was almost in a panic of, oh, God, I don't like this at all what's going to happen to me when I Mm. voice that opinion people are going to murder me Um, something about all the island stuff rubbed me the wrong way and I can't put my finger on it specifically part of it I think was the weird CG nightmare that that island was coupled with all the weird stunt flipping that was going on Mm -hmm. like I couldn't quite like they never quite figured out the timing of their slow motion as to when to start the slow motion and when to stop it so it always looked really ridiculous and I, I just I couldn't I could never reconcile exactly like who are these people? What are their powers? What's happening here? I I slowly got over that. Um, partially, I want to say that because we were in this smaller theater and the print had been playing a while that it didn't look great. Well, it's not a print. it's yeah, it was, a digital I was file. To say like, where did well, you go? Maybe, the NFL, the, maybe just you? this projector was dark or something because like so there's a there's a scene where. Where Chris Pine is on the island and he's In like this kind of Crazy hot tub thing Mm -hmm. And he's waving his foot around And he's like woo Look at this and I'm like what are you looking at your foot What's the amazing thing you're looking at like is there Supposed to be some glowing effect here that I'm not seeing Like what is the crazy magical Thing that you're I'm just like What's what's happening I I Don't see it and then I was just Thinking like okay there's something wrong with the projection Or they Just didn't they just didn't up the effect enough for me to go oh that's what he's saying i was like is he high what is he high on what's happening so life okay well something about the beginning of the movie wasn't clicking for me thankfully as the movie went on it started clicking with me big time like as, as the movie progressed i just got more and more fully on board to where by the end of that movie i was so on board with it i was just freaking in love with this movie um It like totally flipped the switch for me And it had already gotten better by this point But like the the no man's land sequence Mm -hmm. So like all of the The walking through the travesties and everything And she is just why is no one Doing anything and then they get in the trenches And it just becomes that screaming match Of you know we can't There's nothing we can do and she's like Well fuck that Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do something Like that moment that whole Thing is fucking Amazing it is. Mm-hmm. That's when I just totally flipped on this movie. It was like, this is the best thing. This is just fantastic. The, the sentiment of that. Now, it's slightly false because it's a superhero deciding to do a superhero thing. Yeah. It's not an ordinary person saying we need to rise above and we need to be better and we need to defeat evil. Let's do this. It's someone with superpowers going like, well, I'm not going to play by your rules. I'm going to go save the day.
2: Well, that's kind of a DC Universe thing. OK. Like. The big thing that everyone has about DC and Marvel is Marvel is normal people get elevated to superhumans. Yeah. Whereas DC, aside from Batman, of course, because he's Batman, mm-hmm. is like, they're all superhumans that kind of come down right. to the earth and yes. they've just, u- they're just used to being superhumans. Yeah. And, and, I that, get and that. that's the big difference is it's like, they're always, I am the shining example that all people should be following, which, you know, obviously Wonder Woman nails that part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas the the Marvel movies are always like, I'm trying to do my best here. Yeah,
3: but I thought her like her her childlike innocence, even though she's a full grown adult through this world of I, I thought all of that was very genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it didn't feel forced. It didn't feel gimmicky. It never felt scripted in a way. It just felt like, yeah, that's how this person who has lived on this Amazon Island all her life. Would probably react to this, mm-hmm. and from then on, I was just like, "Fuck yeah, this is great." Um, I, Mackie, I understand your issue with the final bits of that movie.
2: When about CG nightmares, well,
3: like when we got to that, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is Man of Steel. This is Batman v Superman. They just have to do this for some reason. It's just." Mm-hmm. Two people have to go up in a Christ-like pose and yell at each other for the last 20 minutes of the movie. Whatever. I guess that's just the thing we're going to do here. But it didn't bother me because of who the bad person was, mm-hmm. like who that reveal was. I was so thrilled by that because it, it in my head, I was not thinking that like I didn't have any idea that that's who it was going to turn out to be. I was like, oh, man i loving this mm-hmm. this person in this situation being this character is fantastic yeah. so i i quickly got over the ah, it's another pull up the earth and make it swirl around you and now shoot the earth at the other person thing yeah but whatever it was big and dumb and stupid and the the surrounding that was actual humanity going on to where there were enough moments of like oh shit got real here <laughs> in the midst of this nonsense yeah. so i liked it a lot and uh i thought lucy davis was great i was she dismayed was when i saw her yeah a bit i was like oh no lucy davis what's happened <laughs> yeah. but she was fantastic so liked it a lot
2: i'm glad you liked it me too uh,
3: last thing the the wonder woman movie theme is garbage It it started in (laughs) Batman V Superman where like she would show up on screen and it's just like rubbing cats on a cello and it's like, the fuck is this? Really? That's
1: the only like DC modern music thing I I like. I
3: can't stand it. It just it doesn't fit. It just sounds especially in World War One time, like when this music kicked in, I was just like, "Eh,
2: yeah, I'll be honest. I can't even remember it. Okay, well, I, I I have it playing in my head right now. It's prominent in Batman
3: V Superman because it is so different from the other score in that movie. So it's like when Wonder Woman shows up in that movie, you just hear it and you're like, "What is this?" You know, it's just like here's a picture of Wonder Woman,
2: me, 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 me. and
3: it's like, "Stop!" It's, it's called a guitar. Chuck. It's <laughs> it's
1: a weird, gross sound. Well, you were like rubbing cats on the cello. It's it's called a guitar.
3: I know, yeah. but it sounds like someone strangling a cat. All right. <laughs> oh,
1: I don't care for it. Okay,
3: that's
2: fair. So well, that's crying shame. Hmm. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I guess I internet hated Wonder Woman. So, <laughs> so I I've got one more kind of superhero y movie to talk about sort of. Okay. Uh, I watched the new Power Rangers movie. Oh, Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've heard that's better than you think it's gonna be. It's a
1: lot better than you think it's going to be. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Okay. Um Yeah, I I mean when we watched the Power Rangers movie for BAMFcast, I, I think we established that BJ and I were the only ones who had any knowledge, prior knowledge of Power Rangering. It's true. This at is all. Correct. Um, I don't have extensive Power Ranger knowledge, you know. Neither do I. Uh, I only watched some of the original series. And let me correct that. Which one? I, I only watched some of the original American Power Mighty there Morphin Power Rangers, not uh, s- uh whatever. You don't mean. don't worry about yeah, it. it. Just, <clears> yeah, <throat> it, yeah. It, it, it almost came to me because they they reference it in the credits. Anywho, um, so yeah. Uh, however, when this movie opens if you've seen joseph Kahn's power slash rangers thing mm-hmm. it's you'll almost cackle with laughter because i was like oh shit was that like did he have inside knowledge of like what was this was going to be <laughs> thankfully it's not you know it's not that it's mm-hmm. not the crazy r-rated thing that <laughs> it's just the opening sequence is like almost exactly the same opening sequence really? from that fan film thing hmm. um but, like, there are people that, like, I I thought this was just going to be a movie with, like, nobody you'd ever heard of doing anything. Like, I had no idea that, like, Bryan Cranston and Elizabeth Banks and mm-hmm. Bill Hader were involved in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, respectively there, uh Brian Cranston plays Zordon. Bill Hader is the voice of Alpha 5, only he doesn't do that voice. He just... Hey, I'm Bill Hader. You know, basically, <laughs> basically, he's not doing the. Every once in a while, he does the like Alpha Five catchphrases, but it's mostly just I'm. Hey, I'm Bill Hader. I'm doing a voice here. And Elizabeth Banks is Rita Repulsa, which, is, like, God bless that lady who's absolutely gorgeous for being willing to just put herself in the most ridiculous outfits and makeup and shit to not look that way. Hmm. Because between that and all of the bullshit she had on her in the Hunger Games movies, it's like. I, I applaud that. I I applaud Beautiful she Effie Women. Effie in
0: the... Um, Effie Trinket in the... Sure?
1: The one with the cotton yeah. candy hair? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> um, But like, I, I just... I, I appreciate that. Like, it, it seems like certain actresses are like, I'm pretty and only ever make me look pretty in a movie. And it's like, if you're really gorgeous and you're confident, like, you can be her or Charlize Theron and, like, realize you're still gorgeous and yet you can play a character. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like when the movie's over, you're still pretty, you know. Like yeah. people aren't going to suddenly like, oh God, I thought you were pretty, but then I saw you with that weird makeup on in the movie, and uh. But yeah. I don't know. It, so it's... is the
2: character called Rita Repulsa? Uh
1: huh. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
2: I mean, I know that's the old Power Rangers character. It, I'm just it, it like, is. yeah. I don't know if they were like, no, we gotta, <laughs> no,
1: we gotta that's... stupid it up even yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's a. Uh, it's it's fun and it's stupid and it's stupid fun like i mean the characters are like sort of modernized but not to a a super annoying level like they there's basically like asperger's ranger like there's one guy who's just like straight up i mean they don't really say that but he's like i'm on the spectrum and i i, I straight up don't understand when you're making sarcasm <laughs> like mm-hmm. and so they they use that for comedic effect but not like haha let's laugh, <laughs> laugh at that kid you know it's just yeah it's like we're, we're dealing with modern things and like I, I yeah, it's not directly said because it's still a PG sort of kids movie, but it's like, I'm pretty sure there's a lesbian ranger there. There's a line like my parents just don't understand. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I remember reading about that.
1: Right. Yeah. It's just like it's, it's implied, but like, you know, we'll keep it sort of maybe. Good on him. Yeah. Anyway, it's just like it's. It's fun. Like, it's a it's a dumb, fun little movie. And if you have any knowledge, I think you'll 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 appreciate it. Especially if like you could look at this movie and say like, yeah, that's how you modernize and make a, a semi big budget modern movie. Unlike Michael Bay's Transformers, you know, like just compare the two and say like, th- yeah, this is what you should want out of a rehash of a kid's mm-hmm. show from the 80s or 90s. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the way to do it because it's yeah. much more true to the source material. Mm-hmm. And final thing I'll say. It- I, we've made jokes about like the product placement taking you out of a movie. The product placement that happens in this movie is downright hilarious like not like intentionally hilarious like they lean into it so hard and it becomes a major plot point that it's kind of hilarious like Wayne's World hilarious (laughs) not like they stop and go like "Mm," you know but like it becomes a central like crucial third act thing where they keep saying the name of the product placement thing that it just becomes funnier that it's like here's your your main villain going we must get to it i don't want to ruin it cuz it's like it's part of the fun is finding out like what sort of d tier product placement they got mm-hmm. for this movie like it's a thing you've heard of but it's like oh wow i've never thought of them advertising in a movie before and then just like no we're fucking we are leaning hard in this product placement <laughs> nice. you make me
0: you're making me think it's like the international commission for aglets yeah. or it's, something no it's yeah. it's, it's, it's like good. it's
1: it's a thing you've heard of more than that it's just it's IHOP. it's not fucking like you're not far off we got a rendezvous with the IHOP. you're not entirely far off <laughs> sizzler denny's, do you want me to just tell you denny's no. moons over no. my hammy it's yeah. not that important i mean waffle house it's funny. I'm, I'm just going to tell you because you're going to. It's Krispy Kreme. Yes. And, and, it's, and it's just it's because nice. it's kind of funny because like they uh, they portray Angel Grove as like kind of this shit little town in California mm-hmm. like that like the Krispy Kreme would be a big deal. Yeah. You know, not like well, you got to
2: save the. Krispy so they have Kreme. to save
1: the Krispy Kreme.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do they have a dance off to yeah, save yeah. the Krispy Kreme. Do they go.
1: <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I just right. it's, it it becomes funny when you have like.
2: Do they go at it again at the Krispy Kreme. you have your sign down, you going like, "We must get to the Krispy Kreme." <laughs> it's pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, yeah. I'm, I'm you might have that. sold me on this movie. Anyway,
0: yeah. yep. I'm nice. a big fan of Krispy Kreme because they spelled donut correctly. So, <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: however, they did not spell crispy and or cream correctly. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. He yeah, only, doesn't cares. Matter. only cares they about they the, the word donut, donut correctly. Just put the.
0: Put an O, Put a G, resp- and an H in there. Put some respect on a donut. <laughs> oh, I love respect-covered yeah. donuts. Yeah. Uh,
1: Anywho. Glazed with respect. Mm. <laughs> I was, you're, you're literally guessing all the breakfast places. I might as well just fucking tell you. Yeah.
2: I just got lucky guessing <laughs> IHOP because he said international something. And I was yeah. like, well, House of Pancakes is clearly an international icon. Clearly. So, yeah. <laughs> speaking of international icons... Uh-huh. Time to check in on Harry Potter. Oh, right. Oh, okay. I skipped What's going on a week, there? so I got two of them. Okay, go. Oh. Uh, Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. That movie's awesome. Yes. Like, that is the first time watching these movies that I said, You're giving me something I didn't already picture in the books. hmm And it's, you know, basically the ending of where there's fucking wizard duels all over the place and shit's going crazy. And people are throwing you know, magic at each other. And it's just (laughs) cool. Like it, they don't explain some of the stuff very well. And I, I know they adapt it a little bit for like stuff that happens at the end, especially with Sirius. They don't really make clear Mm -hmm. what happened. Like there's a lot of stuff that my wife was like, so wait, so is that permanent or, you know, I'm like, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Like there's, it's like, but it's magic, right? And I was like, yeah, but that's kind of, yeah. 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 So there's some of that stuff that they don't really make clear where, as in the books, they're like, no, if this happens, this is like, there's no turning back from this. Mm-hmm. So there's there's some of that stuff. But man, yeah, that movie, like, they figured out which apparently they just couldn't figure out in the first four movies, hey, montages help you pass time and also convey information effectively. <laughs> because holy shit, that movie has some great montages, especially with the Umbridge stuff, mm-hmm. where she's taken over the, the school and You know, it's become this oppressive, horrible environment for everyone. And they just, they sell all that really well. They kind of, they kind of lose gas by the end of it though, Mm -hmm. because like you build up such a hate for her so early on. And I remember from the book, she's way worse. Like she spends a lot more time torturing Harry and just being a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas she becomes almost like this, like this buffoony piece of shit, but it's not like the evil piece of shit she was in the in the book, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like like she, they play her more for comedy and more like just like, oh, this lady just doesn't get it almost. She's one of the, the only
0: movie. like book characters in my entire life of reading books that I have just I've gotten like fist clinchingly yeah, yeah, mad get, at you get physically you angry at her. Just want to rip that woman in half. <laughs>
2: yeah. But <laughs> in the
0: in the movie it's just like, oh yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Yeah. I guess.
2: Yeah. And, you know, and I I just remember watching and I could not remember how her storyline resolved from the book, which it's kind of anticlimactic, which is why I didn't really remember it. But, you know, I just remember like watching it. And and there's the part where, you know, Harry has to write the I will not tell lies. And it's like it's burning it into his hand. And I was just like, God, I hope this lady just gets fucking magic murdered somehow. Like... (laughs) Gets her magic insides, turn magic inside out or something. I don't know. You know, like, uh. but then it just kind of fizzles out. But that's okay because fucking wizard duels. Yep. Wizard yeah. duels are cool. Yeah. But yeah, that movie gave me everything that I wanted the other movies to be.
3: Yeah. When I got to that one, I was like, oh, okay, this was all worth it. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we're going in a direction now. I get it. Shit's got real. Let's let's fucking close this stuff out. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do all the Harry Pottering and this is going to be badass and super cool.
2: Yeah. And it's weird because like I remember the book just not being one of my favorites at all, hmm. like just being kind of like, eh, all right, you know, but the movie like the movie gives me the stuff I want that I was hoping to see, mm-hmm. you know, and that gives me something different from what I had and tells a, you know, tells the complete story. It doesn't feel like it left anything out. I mean, they left out all of basically Ron becoming part of the Quidditch team, but you know how I feel about Quidditch at this point. It's like, yeah, on screen. It looks stupid. Yes. It looks better in six in a uh, half blood Prince. Okay. Um, they learn to film it better. There is the, you know, the scene where Ron gets to be badass. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's a lot of half blood Prince is bad. It's a bad adaptation of a book that I'm not crazy about anyway,
4: mm-hmm.
2: but the big problem, like, it's weird in that that movie's shot by uh, Bruno Delbonnel, mm-hmm. who he shot Almalee, which is like one of the most beautiful films ever. And it's just ugly. Hmm. Like, it's like, let's make everything gold and black throughout the entire movie, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. except for flashbacks that are green and black and white. You know, and it's like, okay. And that one really suffers from one. Order of the Phoenix having such an amazing ending, where everything's like fucking a, and then it's just kind of like, all right, let's kind of set the stage for the next book, which is which is really what that book is. Is kind of like, all right, we're we're preparing you for everything that we're gonna have to do in the in the last book. So it's almost kind of like, we're gonna we need to fill out all the backstory. We need to do all that stuff. The problem is, the movie doesn't do any of that the main the main spine, you know, the backbone of the book is all the flashbacks to Tom Riddle mm-hmm. that they go through. Mm-hmm. There's like two of them in the movie. Yep. There's I think six in the book, and when you cut those out, you don't have a plot anymore. And you don't and you've missed the point of the book is let's get Voldemort's backstory here. Yep. And they don't do that. So it's like and 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 it's all because it's table setting as well for all the horcruxes and all the shit that's going to be in the last movie or last two movies. Now I should say mm-hmm. um, it becomes like, you know, you're, you're giving me, you're, you're giving me the, uh, the, uh, the appetizer. Yeah. You're giving me the salad, but then you took out all the lettuce. So now I just have some onions and some tomatoes <laughs> and maybe some croutons. And mm. it's like, this isn't a, like you got parts of the salad, but you don't like, there's nothing here. You know, and, and then they took out, like, there's a fucking wizard duel in the book at the end. There's all sorts of, like, the Order of the Phoenix shows up and everybody has a big battle. They took all that out because they felt it was going to be too similar to what happens in the last movie. Well, So, that's kind of like, okay. So, you know, they, you put one action scene in the middle that wasn't in the book. That's kind of, uh, it's all right, I guess. But, I don't know. It's just, it was... <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny to me that there's the point near the end where they have to uh to get an item they have to drink all this poison in this thing. That's like one of the like it's that is actually that is a very cool sequence like as far as it plays out on film mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. But I remember like as Harry's forcing this man to drink poison as he's like no, kill me and I'm like man, we are out of kids movie territory <laughs> at this point, aren't we? Yeah. But they <laughs> No, that one's not, it's, it's an okay movie and there's some bits to it that are good, but they just miss the point. It's like one of those weird movies that has focused on all the wrong things. Like I appreciate it focusing on Ron getting to be awesome, which, you know, Ron is basically like the hero of that movie for most of the second act. And that's kind of like a side plot in the book that they were just like, no, this needs to be the main thing. And everybody falling in love with, you know, all the school stuff. And that's what's weird to me is, I've you know, I've been complaining. There's not enough school stuff in the other ones. Mm-hmm. And this one, they got all the school stuff. But it's like, I don't care about any of that anymore. Like, like you've raised the stakes so much that we have to, I, we can't care about that stuff.
3: Yes, that was, that was my main problem with it, was that the stakes had gotten so high at the end of the last one. It's like, okay, shit's real. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And then this was just like, I could just hear like the... 90s TV promo for this was like next week on Harry Potter, love is in the air, and it's a scavenger hunt. <laughs> yeah. and it's like the fuck, <laughs> do mm-hmm. not remember what you just did.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and that's kind of magic at each other. <laughs> and that's kind of the no win situation that the other mo- the other movies put that movie in. Yeah, is like for the ending to like reach the points that it reaches, you know, where everybody ends up by the end of the movies. And the books, you have to have set the stage for all that. And so they're like, all right, we just got to, it's all got to be in this movie. Yeah. Because I don't even know at that point if they were still planning on doing Deathly Hallows as one or two movies. You know? I'm not sure if that that feels like why they did all that. But And then they claimed that they were going to put all the flashbacks in, which they should have. (laughs) But then they took them all out. And so it kind of just fucks the movie.
1: Yeah, only the, is it only the first two got the, like, extended edition versions put out? I believe so. Which is like. And they're even not that long. Yeah. No, they're no, no. Not no su- they're yeah, not Lord, of the, Lord Ring the Rings style. The Rings, yeah, yeah. 30 extra no. minutes. And right? I just,
3: like, anything that would merit super long extended editions I at this point, I think, would be those movies. And I'm surprised mm-hmm. that they didn't plan for that. Yeah. I don't know. It, it Most of them feel like they everything they shot is in the movie. Mm-hmm. And there's just deleted bits here and there, but it's not like huge chunks of anything are filmed and not used.
2: Yeah, but that, that one just that one misses so many things, all the Tom Riddle stuff. And then, you know, they the movies, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, mm-hmm. the book that belongs to the Half-Blood Prince that he gets that basically tells him, you know, basically lets him cheat in his potions class it shows up like then and they show him carrying it around and then all of a sudden later in the movie they're like we have to get rid of the book you have to get, and they don't they never explain why that matters mm-hmm. why that's such a big deal why the half blood prince thing matters which obviously i hate to keep saying this but the books made perfectly clear by the end of that book you know why the half blood prince stuff matters yeah and the movie it's just kind of like oh yeah half blood prince Later. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's it's just, it feels like a very terrible adaptation of a book I already wasn't crazy about, but there are some, there, there's just a few really nice scenes in it, but otherwise it's just kind of like, it, it was very weird that it just did not feel like it was made by the same director as the previous one, because he did everything so well in that. And I wonder if that's because that was the only one that wasn't adapted by Steve Kloves. Hmm. And Steve Kloves adapted this one, and it was like, "Yep, you're back to just fucking things up." <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, man, I got two left. You're almost done. I'm just almost kind done. of like
0: one, you, one movie left. Are, are you right? going to watch yeah. both of those and then report on both of them at the same time? Or are you going gonna...
2: to? I think I'm only going to do the first one. Wicked right. House Part One. They're pretty long. Yeah, and and um, I will note, my wife loved Order of the Phoenix and hated Half Blood Prince. Good honor. Well, especially because of some of the stuff that happens at the end of that, which is filmed the way it happened in my head in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Vastly different than it happens in the movie. Yeah. Just point of view, everything about it is off. Yeah. It it is anticlimactic in a way that it absolutely should not have been. Yeah. So they (laughs) fucked that up, too. Like the Mm -hmm. most important part of that book. Yeah. Well, the two most important parts of that book, they fuck up yeah so go figure <laughs> oh well yeah man it's late yeah mm-hmm. we're gonna have to save all we got a bunch of voicemails we got a bunch of emails but we're gonna have to save it for next week can we're i slide
0: n- one quick recommendation in of before course we yeah. before we wrap all this up yeah let um, see that's why
2: we can't have that stuff
0: we gotta save it for next week but yes we it, need your input so, so that <laughs> one thing that i can talk about in the second half yes yeah, we um, want it do it i recently watched the entirety of the youtube series titan's grave Titan's Grave: The Fall of Valkana. It's a. It's on the Geek and Sundry um, network. This is. It's a little bit crossover with uh with No Quarters because it's game related. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but But what is it? It's uh Will Wheaton, and I know people are iffy about Will Wheaton, but um Will Wheaton DMs a uh an RPG campaign for uh Hank Green uh. Shit! I should have been prepared for this. I thought I could remember their names, um, but I can't. It's Will Wheaton, uh, Laura Bailey, Yuri Lowenthal, Allison Hayslip, and Hank Green. Okay. And he DMs a campaign for them, and it is—it's like ten episodes, forty-five minutes an episode. It's kind of like a mini series, mm-hmm. um, but it's—it's it's awfully good. It is really, really good. Um, you know it's it's less acting and more just reacting to um you know to situations but the writing uh for the for the setting is extraordinarily good and it's a really good like insight into like if you've never played an RPG and want to know what what an RPG should be like that is what you should watch <laughs> titan's grave it's 10 episodes mm-hmm. it's you know 45 minutes or so a piece and it's I I laughed, I cried. It was better than Cats. I would watch it again and again. That sounds like a solid recommendation. Just, yeah. Just wanted to make sure to to throw that out there because I I consumed it mightily. Okay. (laughs) And it it had a very strong impact. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Verily. Yes. Mm.
1: That's all. That's all I got. Okay. Cool. I'm done. Well, not quite, because you need to tell people how they get in contact yeah. with us, so, so that we can promptly talk over them and not respond to them for the entire pile. second half. Yeah. No, we we want to just...
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we're not going to watch any movies next week. Next right. week, no movies. Right. No movies, just email. Just uh, emails. Except maybe Harry Potter and whatever else anybody sees. Yeah, I got right. some movies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to them. Yeah. Um but in the meantime, you can you can leave us some voicemails uh, by calling the Garfield phone nine one zero five Jacks BMF nine one zero five five six nine two six three. You can send us emails to BMF at BMFcast.com, or you can go to the website bmfcast.com and check out all the fun stuff that we have for you on the website, which includes our episodes and links to all of our social things. Uh, and it also contains a link to our Patreon. <gasps> or if you don't want to if you want to go directly, it's patreon.com slash bmfcast. And that's where you can give us money because you love us
2: yeah it is and you get extra podcasts you do get rewarded for it but you know
3: yes right now you can listen to our christmas in july episodes you don't have to wait till august to listen to them
1: Mm. because then it won't make any sense (laughs) (laughs) you're right it probably still make as much sense you're right (sighs) all right well let's get out of here shall we yes i'm harlow i'm mackie i'm bj i'm chuck and this is Banffcast out